0: Bearcat Bounce Podcast, back at it again. Happy Monday, everybody. A Monday before the July 4th weekend, which is after the July 1st date on the calendar, which is important for all Bearcat fans because it is the start, officially, of the Big 12 Conference, which is something that we all should be pretty excited about. It is also a Monday following two more commitments to the football Program It is also a Monday, following plenty more off-season preparation and work for both the football and the basketball programs. It's a Monday as well, where a basketball player takes his next step into the NBA. It's also a Monday where I get to bring in not one, not two, not three, but four. That's right, four. A special one for you all today. It is a Monday where I welcome the guys, the normal guys and then one goat. So, without further ado, <laughs> gentlemen, all of us—Aaron, Chad, Brendel, Ryan, Royer, and Nico Palazzetti—gentlemen, how are
1: we? Delightful. I couldn't. If I was any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> I, I, radio today. Had a made a little radio magic for three hours. Kelsey is uh, out. Spending the night with a friend, so I'm trying to make sure the puppy is not in the other room tearing up everything she can get her little teething mouth on. Uh, things are going great, great. Welcome back, welcome back, Aaron Smith.
0: I I drove through beautiful Athens. I was I, I was hoping to see your face plastered on billboards and you know maybe on on the corner just waving hello as the mayor of Athens, but I did not see Look, you. What's sir How, great, how are great. we?
2: Rachel's actually on a, a billboard or two out here to say it, but um, I'm I'm doing all right, I'm doing all right. Um, Max, uh, the the oldest here, he won his baseball tournament this weekend, so um, it was it was a good weekend. We we didn't have the weather Cincinnati had, actually, believe it or not, we we so. didn't
1: get it either. Oh. Didn't right. it, oh. it barely it barely sprinkled here yesterday? Like we all the all the the bad weather just kind of dissipated before it it got here.
2: Very good. And people were mad.
1: People were mad at the weather, folks, uh, because we didn't get devastating tornadoes that wiped out towns. They it's
0: were mad terrible. Oh, no, yeah. My uh business partner was two miles away, the tornado was two miles away from his house that touched down in uh Whitestown or Wetland, Indiana, here. So, uh, yeah, he, he's fine. They're all good, but yeah, it was uh. Weather was bad, but I didn't even see it here. I was driving back, so that is what it is. Ryan, sir, how are we?
3: Doing well, man. I got my guy here, my fellow Italians. So you know, I'm excited. Uh, coming off the uh, Columbus royal wedding, I was at uh, a. <laughs> I was in. I was in the most Columbus wedding you could ever imagine. Uh, but it's good to be back in Cincinnati, man. Not Back in the nasty natty. We like it. We like it down here, man. So, grit, baby. Grit. <laughs> Welcome nice back to the town. nasty natty.
0: Now, now, without further ado, <laughs> the, man, the man who loves passion, integrity, toughness. The man <laughs> who loves a little extra gravy, a little extra mayo.
4: Oh, unbelievable.
0: He's a legend. Oh. Can't, can't say anything else other than returning guest, big time, not only friend of the show, but partner of the show bbp alum nico palazzetti my man how are we
4: I'm after that introduction i am so much better i am (laughs) riding high nothing can get me down thank you for having me on this is great love you guys thank you for having me on again unbelievable unbelievable chad texted me last night he goes monday night like monday night at eight i'm like you had me on monday night that's all you needed to say (laughs) i'm in let's go baby (laughs) let's
0: go baby let's go but but we, I mean, we got a lot to touch on. But before we get there, we do have to mention, chat, you know, if, if your car is struggling after the long, you know, trips to the radio station and back, you know, checking on the dog, trying to find the dog if the dog does happen to scurry away, and hop in the car, it doesn't start. You get that thing heading head over to Danco Transmission and I don't care. Get it checked out. Tell Danco Joe that Nico Palazzetti sent you. Tell him, tell him the BBP. Tell Ryan Royer, Aaron Smith, everyone. BCJ. Jet get uh, ten dollars off your next oil change, ten percent off your next fixing. Danco Transmission and Auto Care, love you, Danco Joe. But uh, Nico, let's let's go ahead and just open the floor. Let's have ourselves a little conversation. Malik, Malik, but little little Royer mentioned.
4: Ooh, all right, ladies.
0: celebrity. Oh so, um, yeah, man, status. Yeah, Roy, by the way, I'm not going to let you just skate over that most Columbus wedding ever, and then we're not going to talk about the wedding anymore. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that later in the show.
2: Brent's a, Brent's a glutton for weddings anyway. Come oh on, man. Gosh. You know that. Man,
3: you've had a field day at this wedding, man. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I, I've actually crashed weddings before,
0: too. So it's like, you should have just let me you know, drop the pin, and I want to show up. And... It's
3: actually what he
1: does on Saturdays. He just, he's just he got a couple spots in Indianapolis <laughs> that he knows that do wedding receptions, and he just he just gets suited and booted and shows up like, let's
0: go.
3: True. Yeah, but how many? How it many up? Just like it ended up for Vince Vaughn in the movie. Is that basically what happens every time you go? Uh
0: you know what? I I'd say it happens. You know, a hundred percent of the time, maybe two percent of the time. So even the
3: one when they're sitting at the dinner table with the whole family, does that happen? You,
0: you know, I yes, kind of, maybe. Uh, I do sometimes bring the fake tears. That is quite a uh, quite a hit. Um, it's more about the dance moves, you know. Once, once, once those are brought out, you know, the floor is kind of taking control of. Uh, we'll see. One thing leads to another. Before you know it, I'm I'm taking shot luges with the uh, the bride's dad, and you know, it's, it's getting a little wild, a little crazy. But different story for a different time. But I do want to hear more about that wedding eventually. Um, okay. But yeah, I was actually Aaron, as I mentioned, drove through Athens. Went, went right. down to a family reunion, and I actually think I set up two of my cousins' wedding. I, well, one cousin and her fiance's wedding. I, I think it's gonna be Vegas. Got to speed the move. I say you got cousins <laughs> getting married. <laughs> what what kind of? No, I, it did what come out that way, but really I, 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 had to backtrack, and I, I think what is happening? You're <laughs> always trying.
2: You're always trying to find the next wedding to go to. <laughs> family, that's
0: Virginia, baby. Shouts to to the coal miners down there. Shouts to Clarksburg and Parkersburg and West Virginia. Nothing says a cousin's wedding like
2: a trip to 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 Vegas.
1: Vegas.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's going to happen. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and... Let's go and break it down, Nico.
1: Yeah, let's let's do some let's
0: let's work. Let's,
4: let's work. <laughs> I love this. Keep yeah. it going. I love weddings. I'm a sucker
0: for like, now, weddings. are the amazing? They are. I I mean, there's there's no other way to put it. Some people like despise
1: them, but
4: now nah, would you Samuel crash a
1: wedding bed. with Brent? You're
4: I saying? would if we're talking about shot losers like, and stuff with with yeah with, yeah. with the <laughs> fathers of the bride. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> You wouldn't have been I, able to crash
3: this one, Nico. It's too many of no, your people. Man. They
4: would have, they would have, I'm not attractive enough. They would have taken me out back. <laughs> not, no chance.
3: They would have had Nate Ebner do a wedge block on you.
4: And take <laughs> you <out. laughs> yes, Nate would knock me out cold. That guy's a <laughs> he would have tough ass. Well,
0: speaking of singing songs and dancing dances, Nico, how have the uh, the motions been these days for the squad? Just an overall general. What, what has been happening since obviously last time we talked to you was during spring ball. Yeah, when did, when did things fire back up in the summer and how have things been going? Just kind of weight room rise and workout wise. We'll, we'll kind of break down more aside from that. But pretty much up to this point, overview, what's
4: going on with the football program? Uh, we've been training. <laughs> A lot of training. Uh, so we started back up May 15th, I believe. And uh, uh, we just discretionary week to kind of transition them back in. And we've been training pretty much all the way through uh, since May 15th. And so uh, we kind of changed the formatting up of our lifting. And so what we kind of did was first off, we need to kind of identify what our goals were. And so leadership was a big one, kind of chemistry, um, teamwork, accountability, all those things. So the format that we thought the best would, would suit it would be kind of teams. And so what we did was we defined leadership and we said, this is what leadership is. This is the price that, you know, this is the responsibilities that it takes to be a leader. Those who want that duty and want that responsibility kind of elect yourself. So we had people elect themselves of the people that nominated themselves. uh, Six were elected. And then from there, they got to choose a co-captain. So we have 12 captains right now in the summer. We call them captains of crews. We call them crews because team wasn't edgy enough. So we call them crews. And then, um, after that, the crew and I kind of came up with the whole off the preseason format. and So we kind of went down the PowerPoint of this is what our discipline structure looks like. This is what our point system structure looks like. This is how we want to kind of organize the whole season of training. And we kind of came together, organized it, and then we presented it to the team. And uh, it's been awesome. It's been awesome to see guys step up. It's been awesome to see guys lead. Uh, we've been training a lot now. Uh, about two weeks ago, I thought there was going to be a mutiny. I thought everyone was going to kill me because we were, I mean, we've been pushing. We've been pushing hard. It got testy. It's been awesome. It's been the exact amount of adversity. It's been a perfect amount of struggle. Yeah, guys have had to come together. Guys have gotten frustrated. It's been everything that you want because you want you want training to be hard enough to kind of expose impurities on your team. And then through that, you work through that process and you build it. And so it's been it's been as challenging as we could make it, it had to be because that's our edge. Toughness is our edge, number one. Um, teamwork and leadership's number two. And so we're trying to really, really push that and just know we're going into the season as a, as a new team, a lot of transfers, a new conference, a new coaching staff. So there's a lot of newness. And so because of that, we have to be really, really strong as a group and really, really together. and So that's kind of been the overall theme. But it's been. It's been electric, man. There's been a lot of stories, a lot of ups and downs. It's been awesome. It's been exactly what you need a a preseason to be.
2: Now, without really any – Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Without any real defined roles on this team where pretty much every spot is open for grabs right now, do you feel like you're seeing that testiness both in the weight room and also on the field? Like, I mean, just with no real definition for who's going to be where at this point?
4: Yeah. I think think in the winter, the winter was just like – it was just basically like me closing my eyes and just swinging and like whoever happened to pop his head out, got punched, like metaphorically, of course. <laughs> and so this, it's just like, we were teaching the standards. We we're teaching culture. We we're trying to just to kind of establish and then spring starts to evolve itself. Like you start to see a team and leaders step up and see who you want to lead the team, who you think has a voice on the team. Cause leadership, like, like leadership's a weird thing. Like, People have a voice, regardless of if they're a leader or not. So, like, you identify people that like people follow and intrinsically just follow. And so then you're like, okay, these are the people that we need to lead and we need to step up and we need to really buy in if we're going to have success. And so, I think, I think like we try to lean into adversity, we try to lean into conflict because, regardless, it's always going to be brewing. Like, if you ask a coach how, how the, how the the preseason or off season one, they're like, it was great. There was no issues. Everyone was on time. Uh, everyone's great. Like, I don't think they trained hard enough because inevitably there's going to be conflict. Like, if there's no conflict, they need to push hard enough. Like, like we want conflict. We are pu- training them hard enough where guys are going to start yapping and guys are going to start like getting upset because it's so challenging and we want that. We want guys to have to get in other people's faces. We want people to have to hold each other accountable. We want there to be issues because if there's no issues and you didn't push hard enough. You didn't push hard enough. You're going to get exposed in the season. And we need to kind of identify, use that, that, that adversity to kind of reveal itself. And through that, Aaron, yeah, people have definitely stepped up and people have definitely taken a voice of the team. and people, we are starting to understand exactly who our guys are, who our leaders are. And through that, it's been exciting to watch them grow through the process. Because, like, leadership's not really... Like, you, can, you can sit and, like, have a kumbaya and, like, right. learn what leadership is. Like, you, you can have a presenter come in and be like, this is leadership on a PowerPoint slide. But, like, until bullets are flying, leadership is built. Leadership is developed. It's not learned. Like, leadership is... It's taught. It's applied. It's exposed. And then you just continue the process.
3: I agree. I, I always... I always used to say like leadership's born in the fire because
4: absolutely
3: because especially with what we would notice is there would be guys that would be skillful leaders like they they led in skill like young guys that were like oh these guys are gonna be really good and we're gonna lean on them but sometimes when shit hits the fan in the weight room like those guys kind of would would disappear and so I think that that was kind of the the way we were brought up of like. Yeah, we got some dudes that can make plays, but this part of the this part of the off is really about like when they're on their finish when, when they're on a Friday finisher, yep. they just got their ass just grounded down all all workout with like leg presses and all that shit, and then we're on that yep. finisher at the end, like let's see let's see uh, who we really got, and uh, so that I just really align with everything you're saying there, and w- one thing I also appreciated was there was guys like that you that were like leaders and like they started out as leaders but I always loved watching the guys who kind of like they just kind of emerge you know like guys you didn't really expect has there been anyone Has have you been seeing a lot of that like if you want to name drop or or guys that kind of just like really just buying into the struggle the the difficulty of the off season
4: they're kind of catching you I'm by surprise i mean there's a lot of guys that i've seen grow I'm, I'm i'm super proud of the first one that pops into my head is dante corleone like i'm so proud of him because like he's he's an innate worker like he works so hard he he carries he, he holds himself to such a high standard but he's kind of he, he his default is being an introvert like he's not going to Reach out like he's worried about himself and maximizing himself, which is an awesome trait. And he he was nominated. He's one of the six, and it it's it's a it's a challenge for him. It's something that's probably a little outside of his comfort zone. And to watch him really embrace that role and bring other people along has been unbelievable. And and seeing how much of a voice he has because people respect him just because of who he is and how hard he works. But watching him gain comfort, calling people out and and building, um, uh, building his kind of his crew has been awesome. Um, another one is um, Sean Pace DP. Uh, <laughs> I think he wanted to literally fight me every single day in the winter, like every single day. And watching him really find his voice has been awesome, awesome. And yeah, he's one yeah. of the guys that he he is leading from the front. And he was he was elected. Um, Emory Jones, Malik fan. Um, uh, those guys have been really stepping up. Um, uh, Juwan Briggs, um, uh, Ethan Wright has been awesome. Taj Ward. I mean, you got Kevin Gearhart, Bryce Byrne, unbelievable leader. Uh, (laughs) Um, but, uh, I think some guys that, because it was really close. Like it was really like, there was the top 10. because we picked six, the top 10 were like one vote. And so you had like a guy like, uh, Ryan Montgomery who, was number I think number seven, like just outside the top, the top six, and he called me and, and he was upset because he he was like I I care myself as a leader and I wasn't elected a leader, and uh, I think he was hurt by that and that shows you how much he cares, and he's being unbelievable, like a guy that, like he's one of the cool like I I love a leader like you kind of said Ryan like a guy that like like has like the like does everything right and it's kind of like a like a talent but also is like the hardest of the hard guy respects him and you can put him with anybody and he just trains the crap out of them and just coaches them and um he's been fantastic he he pops up to me um uh uh dg daniel uh i don't even know what's like the uh dg i would call him dg uh, uh, he's been I always forget how to pronounce it, too. Yeah, Greshik. Uh DG. DG. Uh, yes. He's been unbelievable. He's a guy that carries himself to such a high standard. I think he's going to have a seller year. Um A lot of just leaders, man. There's just Well, that's too many good. I mean, I,
3: that's. A, I say that's a testament to you and, like, the culture you've been able to build so quickly. And then the guys responding to it, you know, a transfer who doesn't know the team, doesn't really know, like, what it's been built upon so having a guy come in and and embrace it that quickly especially because sometimes like those older guys man when when you've been around the block and you've made all those plays that he's he's made you know they can be the hardest to break in terms of like adapting to the culture but just i think that's a a huge green flag for uh what you guys have been able to do so far so that's awesome thank you man
4: thank you man that's that's humbling i appreciate that and um no it's been great especially a lot of these new transfers man like i think they're grateful like uh, one of the thing i i feel like is they're grateful because they're in a place that they know has a really high standard and they know what's been and um it's been really fun for the addition of their personalities and how hard they've been training they, they've been a great addition and uh i think i think kind of the uc fan base is going to be really proud just because they've 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 been all in and they've been the leaders have embraced them and it's been a really you know it's a it's a weird dynamic right like you have kind of the old heads that have been there and really understands the success that UC has had and you have this new kind of coaching staff and a new all these new players and it's like how does everyone come together and I think we're kind of in the middle of it of really kind of embracing what was coming together and just trying to just forge our own way with the standard of what the success has been. And so it's been good, man. It's been a really, really good kind of process.
1: I think yeah. Malik actually played a year for Brian Kelly. That's how long he's been here.
4: I <laughs> joked that me and Malik graduated together. Like me and Malik. Yeah, I thought it same. was Minner.
3: I saw it. I hope Malik's minute.
4: listening because me and Malik are like, I when I need life advice, I call Malik. He tells me. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. Unk. <laughs> um, yeah, I joke about that with Jawan Briggs. Jawan Briggs has like two kids and is married. I'm like, what's what am I going to tell Jovan that I like kid. right yeah. Kid. Yeah, his, his, year, his well.
1: kids are like like 12 and 8.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's the most mature. I seek him for wisdom. He's the most mature <laughs> Yeah. <my career>, <laughs>
1: Juan, my wife and I are having some rough times. Uh, you could, <laughs> yeah. How would you how would you handle this situation? Actually,
2: you called Juwan and have him sing to your wife for you. I, know <laughs> I don't know.
4: Oh, he was I number one, by yet. the way. He was the number one vote. Juwan Briggs, number one vote. Totally shocked. Yeah, not shocked. have yet. I have not. I've heard stories. It's it's a it's sight, something. man. It's something. It doesn't it it.
1: It doesn't fit, like it, it doesn't match.
0: I mean, you really good, but it's, it's like- gonna come out when you guys get ready to head to Higher Ground, you know? Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm take ready. Take me to yeah. Higher
3: Ground. Make him sing for uh for the big skill <laughs> before you guys start your your first workout at Higher Ground. Everyone's gonna be in such a great mood, and that's gonna make it even better. So, <laughs>
4: <laughs> you're yeah, the no, I'll take that note down. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, Nico, you have the, the, the six captains, right? Yeah. How does that work when when you set up, you know, the lifting groups and, and break up, you know, who's with who as far as, you know, lifting buddies and whatnot? Or is that kind of a set thing that you diagram out, you know, predetermined, even if there's no, you know, quote-unquote leader in,
4: inside of each group? Um, no, that's a fantastic question. I'm glad you asked that, Brian. Um, so I – and ryan probably knows this like you love the skill guys and the linebackers right like you love dbs and linebackers and like they can be pigeonholes a lot of times they just train together and that's awesome that's great they're fun but two out of four days they're they're not great and it's like pulling teeth and so the best way that we found success is we put the crews and we rotate the times that they train but it's a we, we had them draft. So we afterwards, how we did it was the, the six, the 12 captains, really. We all sat and we had a draft day. So we went down and we went by position group and we rotated and we flipped coins and we played rock, paper, scissors. And we just basically tried to make it as random as possible. And we tried to make people pick players that they didn't want or they didn't know or they didn't, weren't comfortable with. And then we just mushed them together and then they trained together as a group. And so my hobby my favorite thing in the entire world is finding players that will make each other work really really hard really really hard like that's the only thing i care about that's basically basically the role as a strength coach is just manipulate all the all the variables in order to make guys train as hard as possible that's all you're trying to do That's all you're trying to do and so i i'll put an offensive lineman with uh db i train Radosovich with with uh threats brian threats and by the way i want to give a shout out to brian threats he's been training incredible i also want to give a shout out to these two guys which have been knuckleheads jack dinkle has been training with dj taylor so you have a linebacker and a safety and they crush each other like literally crush each other like on the leg press smacking each other in the head no another one you got another one no No, talking crap to each other. It's been awesome. So having that variability and breaking guys up, and like, I mean, you, at this point, like going into the summer, you had guys that never even knew each other's name and now they're training together. Now they're hugging after sets and now they're doing all, it's, it's been awesome. On Thursday, what we did was we made everything a competition. So we made, we made, we have a, we have an element in our lift called the ring of fire and it's just a giant circuit and it's very hard. So it's like it's just a circuit, and it's it's hot. We call it, it's hot. It's a hot day. So we always joke, the, the heat's turned up. You know, we always make so <laughs> the, the ring of fire can get a little hot, and sometimes the guys get burned by it. And so we changed it up. We made it a competitive ring of fire. So what we did was uh, every part, person in the group had a partner, and they were com- very comparable strength wise, and they're an opposing crew. So two crews live together at a time. So we have Rodosevich and Corleone. Right, for example, and there was three sets of each exercise. So, like, we had we, we started with a main tier movement, so we did our Olympic movement, then we did bench press. But okay, outside of that, we broke up into the ring, and so we had like um hammer row, and so we had a fixed weight, everyone had to roll the same weight. First set, Dante does 12, Rodosevich does 12, then Dante does eight, then freaking Rodosevich does seven. So after the end of three sets, whoever had the highest total won that exercise. Then we rotated. Then we rotated. We had guys doing side raise face to face. The older guy got to go first because he got to set the tempo. So whoever's older, they're going nose to nose. And they're doing side raises together. The first one to drop lost. And we had we had, uh, we had had uh, um, Oliver Bridges and Sammy Anderson. And what wow. they did was they just sucked each other out. They just went nose to nose, held a side raise for like a minute. With like 25 pound dumbbells, just holding it up, and then finally one guy broke, and they all go nuts. It was awesome. So, just stuff like that. Just you try to manipulate people and find ways to compete and find ways to keep it fresh and change partners, change stimulus. Like I want, I want every day for them to come in with kind of like a pit in their stomach, like what's coming. I don't know what's coming. And like you try just to tweak some things. You keep you keep the performance side of things, but also you just try to make it fun because at the end of the day, like. I'm bored coaching it. I know they're going to be bored doing it. So just try to find ways to keep it fresh and engaging. And it's been fun.
3: God damn, man. That sounds like some some good ass shit. I mean, I'm it's not. Gonna, that, that's it's some good ass shit. You fit right in, eh, dude. You should come uh, in. Yeah, dude. but you know I, I just know fast. like I, that's the kind of shit that you did. Like, it's what it takes. That's a, I just that's want to see some, the video
2: of, of Ryan and Nico hard, nose bro. to nose. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> No, I mean that that gets me going, man. Just knowing that that's like, that's exactly the type of shit that teams need. That's that's raw as fuck.
4: I love that. <laughs> like that. Awesome, man. That Appreciate that. Alive. Yeah. Well, you put your you jump into fans and stuff. So I don't know. If You took, you took <laughs> a spare side raise. Then you probably check out. Hey, probably man, out jumping into me. a fan, I'll tell you what.
3: Jumping in a fan is way easier than holding a side raise. I can. I can <laughs> <do that. laughs>
2: Now you are also, I mean, you're new to the staff. You didn't come with anybody like the rest of the staff from Louisville or really with, there were a couple of guys from recruiting at Ohio state and what have you, but um, what has it been like getting acclimated with the rest of the staff? Who who have you really been gelling with as far as the new staff goes?
4: Yeah. staff's awesome. Like it's, it's such a different kind of uh group of people that I'm used to. Um, Uh, just it's a different like the thing I really respect about this group is how close they are and how long they've worked together for and how they're just so trust-based and so relationship-based and it's really refreshing to kind of be with a group of people that have no ego and just are super inclusive and just want to just be your friend and just like kind of bond with you it's really really cool like they're just incredibly inclusive group of people um
2: you mean they didn't uh, ask what what who you voted for in the last election, or anything? they did not, they did not do,
4: Yeah, I was not, That's I was cool. not, uh, not, uh, not in, that, in that respect. A little different, a little different dynamic. I, even on my interview, Coach Chats, like the most, like he just wants to talk to you and like basically know if you're a good person or not. And so I'm like, Yeah, okay, like we didn't really talk about strength, we just kind of like, I think, I think how he kind of views it is like, Will you fit into what we're trying to create? Are you a good person? Can I trust you? And he's the most. He's the most trusting um like he lets you do your job and he trusts you to do your job at a really high level and it's like super empowering for that um uh coach coach brown our defensive coordinator is absolutely electric he's unbelievable uh he drives he pushes he's really really good coach cardwell is really good they're our line coach i think he's he's high energy i think we kind of hit it off because hey we kind of look like each other he's probably much more handsome than me he's like Two standard deviations more attractive than me, which I'm cool wow. with. But um he's uh he's he's high energy. He brings it, he talks crap, he, he gets he's confrontational. So we we mesh. Um obviously Coach Combs, you gotta give a shout out to. I've worked this is the third time I've worked with Carrie. Sure. Uh West Side G's a shout out. Um he's he's probably a large reason why I'm here. Uh and I and I am just so grateful for him and But to be honest i mean that's just to name with a few but everyone on the staff from the operations the recruiting to everybody is just really inclusive and relationship-based and it's been awesome it's been really really fun to kind of and like to be honest i was reflecting on it like i my whole professional career has only been one tree like it's been the urban meyer tree i worked for dan Mullen. i worked for dj durkin i worked for urban meyer himself worked for ryan day so I've only known one practice format. I've only known one camp schedule. I've only known really one way to do it. And then you come here and it's like, nope, like it's different. And it's been great, man. Like it's been physical. Like, I don't know if I, how much I reiterated on this when we were uh, talking in the spring, but like, like I think nine, nine practices we had were like over 60 live plays, like pretty much like three quarters of our, of our, was is like, live so it was it even like me and coach come are looking at each other like like these guys hit like it's like ask our players man it's a physical tough demanding practice format it's fast it's efficient everything's literally on the horn like like i used to joke like a horn meant nothing like time in the practice meant nothing it was like it was play dependent it wasn't clock dependent like here nope dynamic warm-up is nine minutes long or have Mitch Marrodi blowing his air horn in my ear, like, "Oh my gosh! Like these guys are prompt. They're on it. It's efficient. It's fast. It's it's a really cool format that challenged me and has made me really grow relationships and made me and made me kind of revalue how I've always received things and and uh, it's been great, man. It's been good. Change difficult, challenging, just because it's new for me and changes can be uncomfortable, but it's been awesome. Learned a lot.
0: Uh, speaking of change and, and difficulty and whatnot, well, first off, the spring game was pretty evident about just the constant <laughs> flow, I, over 100 plays, I, snaps, and just hitting every single play. Like you said, it was well-orchestrated, though. It was, well though. I, it was yeah. nonstop, go, 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 which uh, which goes exactly with what you just said. Um, yeah, I, I was, I was going to mention this, too. Yeah, this video, <laughs> if, it, if it loads... Have you seen this,
4: Nika? Oh, I have. He's oh, an man. absolute psycho. Man, he's unbelievable. All right. he yeah. got to get in. <laughs> yeah, he brings it, man. He brings it.
3: And it's <laughs> oh, funny. Like,
4: I'll finish up a group, like, literally as I'm finishing. And, like, guys have their shirts off and guys are, like, stumbling out. All of a sudden, Cardwell will come flying down the stairs. Like, where are the alignment at? Let's go. And I'm like, this dude, <laughs> me and him have, like, the same, like, wavelength. Like, he knows as soon as there's an opportunity to be coaching. He's the, You know, like as yeah. soon as there's an opportunity to like to talk to players and be engaging, like he's on it. So he's, he does a great job. He provides a ton of value. He's awesome. Well, and
0: I'm not going to lie. When uh, Cincinnati was playing, you know, Louisville in the Fenway Bowl, I watched that whole video clip. I was like, wow, they've got a crazy man kind of still coaching them there in Louisville and then I was like, well we have coach Combs still too so uh, <laughs> kind of two crazy guys just just running spearheading against each other but uh it, you know, kind of, speaking about changes and whatnot, uh, right now it's college football and the college sports in general is just it's pretty crazy with you know transfer portal and whatnot. The amount of new transfers coming in to the team this year obviously is is affected by the coaching change as well. But what, like, what is the main thing you're looking at when a new transfer comes in? Because, you know, new freshmen, you're able to kind of mold and, and kind of teach the way that you want to do things right off the bat. But these, these transfers, most of the time, I'm sure they, they probably come in with different techniques and different ways of, of doing things in the weight room or, you know, out on the field, working out. Is it kind of a, do you sit everyone down or is, is everyone kind of a, their own situation? let take like an Xavier Henderson who came in and obviously is, is hopeful to have a huge impact on the team. Yeah. Are you immediately have to tell them, Hey, you know, whatever you did in Florida, we're, you know, we're trying to do things here this way, or is it kind of just, you let the, the players
4: control that as well? That's, that's another great question. Um, Well, I think it starts with kind of what their expectations are. And when they visit, I'm hundred percent honest. I'm like, listen, it's really hard here. Like it's, and I sit down with them. Cause I think there's, I think there's a couple of things that you have to kind of address like one it's really hard. Like, it's really like we are a toughness-based space program. Like if you don't want to work hard, if you're not willing to work hard and be developed, like we want players that are competitive with the chip on their shoulder that want to be developed. If that's you, then this is the place for you. If it's not you do yourself a favor and find another place and it's not to scare them off or it's not to be a fake tough guy. It's just honest because you have to match. And the guys, the guys that we've gotten, embody that and they want that and I think one of the cool things with an older player is like they get it they have they have perspective like they didn't have maybe they were lacking something at their prior school so when they come um they have they understand how much we care about them and and also I think you owe them uh you owe them an obligation and I and I'm honest with them I said listen like I understand that you're not coming here for me like I get it I'm the strength coach but I understand that where you're at in your career, what you're trying to accomplish, and I owe it to you to give you everything I have. And I'm going to coach you as hard as you allow me to. And if you can do that, if we can form a relationship and you trust me to maximize you, I will do everything I can to help you achieve your goals. Because a lot of these guys are upperclassmen. They want a shot to to, to push your draft stock or they want a, a chance to kind of mesh as a program. So you owe it to them, they're taking a risk, they're trusting you to maximize them. I feel an obligation to do so. As far as when they get here, I think I think our program does a great job of, of being all encompassing and setting a very clear standard. So I'll meet with every player when they get here. I show them the PowerPoint. This is exactly what the standard is. I give them a one week grace period. The, the crew captains have been amazing because I I text them, I said, Uh, Xavier Henderson's here he starts Monday make sure we know I meet with them I kind of kind of have them understand the format so it's not super foreign but then the crew captain takes it and they've been awesome they've been they've been kind of initiating them in kind of showing them how to get in the building how to eat how we do our whole protocol what the standard is and it's been awesome um from a from a training standpoint you got to be super conservative just because like we call it, we we transition them in. So whatever everyone else is doing, we take 50% and remove it. So volume and intensity, we cut that by 50%. Sometimes that's even like, that's even taxing. So we try to be super conservative. We ooze them in for about three weeks. We kind of reduce the amount of intensity that we cut or workload that we cut. And then the faster they can get into it, the better. And so usually after about two weeks, they're, 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 they're clicking. And, um, uh, uh, it's been awesome. I think, and I appreciate their humility because they've been coming in and really embracing what we've been trying to do, and and really been in they and they see it instant results too, which has been great. Just because I think our program does a great job of being very holistically developed. So nutrition, athletic training, they've been kind of developed holistically, which has expedited their results, which has made us get buy-in because they see the results like that, and so that that helps our case.
3: Ryan, Aaron, anything? I, mean, I I was wondering, like, I wonder. There's got to be the guys that are just chomping at the bit, like the second, third workout. Like, no, like, give me the whole. Like, I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to. Like, how hard is that to basically be like, come on, man, just trust me? Like, did you ever have like a guy that kind of like really tried to test you on that?
4: The lifting, no, because we lift at such a fast tempo and we get so much yeah. work in that they're literally like. If drowning is, 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 is here, they're like this. So, like, and we don't even try. We just, like, the tempo, like, our guys, our coaching staff will come down and they'll laugh. It's like, it looks like guys have jumped into a swimming pool. Like, you know how that weight room gets. It's just hot and bullets are flying. We're moving fast. We're running from station to station. Like, we're going. So, we get a lot of work. And so, from a lifting standpoint, now they're pretty grateful for it. Like, they need it. Um, from a running standpoint, yeah, I think you got to have a kind of an art to it because, like, a lot of these wideouts have come in, like even like um, like even big Dion, our, 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 our tackle, um, he he can he could cook like he could run like that's the thing you appreciate. When guys come in shape, everything else is easy. And all of our wideouts and and uh, Dion, like they've been able to run. And so you kind of look at them and you kind of want you want to hold them back a little bit. And and then you look and if they're cooking. Hey, you good? They give you a thumbs up. Okay, you're good. You give me a thumbs up. And then intensity too. Like, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do buildups. And so we have guys running 45 yards to try to get to max speed. You're like, okay, if everyone's going 90, you know, 100% here, tone it down. Give me about 75% run. Instead of running 50 yards, run about 35 yards. But they're competitive. So you know they're going, they're cooking, they're running. So you try to, you try to control the best you can. You don't want them to hurt themselves, which, I value. I'd rather pull you back and you'd be mad at me than throw you in, watch you tweak us, you know, tweak your hamstring day three, and now we're set back. And so, like, and they they've been very receptive and trusting with that. But no, like, a competitor's gonna compete, man. Like they look at me like you're crazy. Like no, nah. and like they go, and you're like, all right, well, oh, yeah. You know, like I I respect that. It's me yeah. yelling at them. Get back. Get back. I, in my heart, I'm like, yes, like, yes, that's exactly yes. What I want. Yeah, you don't want guys
3: that are just, like, waiting to do less. Like, they, yeah, exactly. I, uh, But the, the word on the street is, is, though, that you've been running these guys, like, a ton. Because we did not run jack shit when i was there so and there was nothing wrong that was just the way they did it but yeah i was like i was kind of like man i feel a little lucky that i didn't get coach nico because my ass <laughs> my ass was not the fastest and it was ronnie
4: was not my favorite so well uh, yeah we i mean you try you try to just get them exposed to what they're going to be experiencing in camp so we run like yeah we have an acceleration day we basically sprint four days a week we got acceleration day, velocity day change direction day and sprint repeatability which is just an edgy way of saying conditioning um but uh yeah we had a transfer from michigan state and everyone's like everyone's warning him everyone's like he's a heavier guy just you know getting back in shape and everyone's like we run a lot here and he's like yeah 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 i love that and we're like no no, no we run a lot here and then after day three he's like you guys are a freaking track school like you're <laughs> <laughs> i think uh I heard that story and in my head. I'm like, yeah, we do. Like you have to, Like, it's, I mean, the name of the game is speed you build big, strong, durable bodies that are tough and resilient. And then you expose them to being able to run fast and you expose them to what they're going to experience in camp and try to keep them as healthy as possible. And that's kind of my thought process.
3: Have those numbers been, cause you guys have been, you know, training all through winter spring and, and now are you starting to see a lot of guys like put up better numbers, jumping, running,
4: uh weights like bench and that stuff is everything yeah this is actually kind of our performance week so today we ran this is hot off the press this is hot off the press statistics so today and i hate stats i'm not a math guy um and i hate i'm like i don't chase numbers because i think they're stupid but at the same time they indicate and validate if you're actually doing what you're supposed to be doing if you're actually getting results so we tested this whole week we're going to be testing um but we did agilities today. So we did uh pro shuttle and three cone and 80% of our guys improved from the spring and then seven on pro shuttle and 80% and 78% improved on three cone. So nice. they're getting faster. Theoretically, they're getting more agile. Now we're going to run tens and twenties tomorrow. Um, um, hopefully, hopefully everyone stays safe and runs fast and uh, we improve there as well. But, um, and we kind of test every day. Like, we're doing something competitive every day. We bring timers out. We, we have the catapults. We're running. We're just – every day is a test day. But it's good to kind of get the guys primed up. And and can you perform when the pressure's on? That was kind of the theme of the week. And day one, check. So, we're good. Oh,
3: yeah. So, good to hear. It's
0: great to hear. Nico, a, a bunch has also come out, just kind of overall landscape of, uh, of the athletic department as a whole. You know, obviously, there's the opening, the unveiling of the new practice facility and, and whatnot. And then, of course, there's the the additional excitement about going into the Big 12 this Saturday. Uh, and then another, continuously, you look at it, the, the switch to Nike um, and uh, in, in Jordan for the basketball team. And then, of course, obviously, uh, could, I myself will be pounding a bunch of Cincy Light, you know, one or maybe 100. So <laughs> what has been your feeling seeing those and and, and kind of the vibes around the program just seeing kind of okay not only are we getting work done behind the scenes all these new things are happening in the near future it's got to be really raising the overall profile of everyone's excitement
4: oh yeah i mean for me like just the overall theme is gratitude like what an incredible time to be a part of this program that's already had such a storied past like for me it's just gratitude i mean it's just such an exciting time and and to feel the excitement and, and to be a part of it and actually try to develop it and mold it and direct it has been such a blessing. How do you guys feel about it? Like, like as as being connected to the program as long as you have been, how do you guys feel about, about the direction the program's going?
2: I I mean, it's yeah. it's it's nostalgic for me to see Nike Jordan come back. After being gone for so long, first and foremost, um, seeing the indoor practice facility and the just architectural beauty that it's going to be as part of a campus that prides itself so much in architecture. uh, I I think that it's going to be a flagstone of the university uh, once it's finished. Um, There's so much excitement going into the Big 12 with all of the other changes that they were able to find the funding for and to go out and just because they've built the fan base because they've built something for the boosters to invest in just seeing the product on the field that they've been managing with what like five million dollars a year so i mean i i think that anybody who's even remotely a fan of this program is either going to to come full circle to where they completely embrace this program or people who have long been invested in this program are just going to fall that much more in love with the entire
3: program in general. Roy, what are your thoughts? I, I mean, I just think everything's just exponential. I mean, I think everything we've seen with like the football team, like you guys getting recruits and just kind of knowing that what you're doing to the guys in the weight room, how that's just going to be like an exponential thing uh, just The university as a whole, the things they've done, Bill, I mean, I think everything's kind of connected right now. I think there's a lot of momentum and everything, basketball, um, facilities, football, I mean, which is good because, you know, like kind of, you were talking about change earlier and change is like hard to accept sometimes, but, you know, the more you accept it, the more you get everyone on board. Like, I think what's been happening lately with you guys is everyone's kind of coming together, getting good transfers, kind of keep it finding your own culture but building in, building it off of the good things that you have had before and yeah there's I think there's a lot of momentum in, in all facets and I think you guys are kind of leading from the front right now so I'm proud and I'm really excited. Yeah I mean I think momentum's pushing uh, it's uh,
0: you know as, as long as you can, obviously keep things rolling in the right direction I think obviously leading into this up till now it was a lot of just pieces of a puzzle. You know, and, and the broad landscape, no one really saw the end result puzzle and what that looks like. So I guess I'm going to throw it back to you, Nico, and ask, are you guys as a staff starting to see all the pieces coming together? Like, how obviously the wide receiver room needed some help. Now Xavier Henderson's a, a massive addition. You have all these guys, you know, now healthy, training, this, that, and the other. Are, are you guys as a whole starting to see just in this early, you know, weightlifting and, and training processes, are you starting to see the
4: pieces of the puzzle starting to come together and form a full team? Yeah. It's really exciting. Cause you know, you see it in spring and and you know you're you're missing a couple key people that could really make a difference. And like you have the outline, you have like, okay, we have the intangibles, like we're tough, we care, we work, we're, you know, all that stuff. But we're just a couple like po- we're, we're a couple positions short. And uh to see those players kind of come in, and then we, we've been doing kind of we call them player-led practices, but like thirty minutes, thirty minutes two times a week, we'll do team runs, we'll, and we'll do thirty minutes of position work, and 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 so it's like a mini practice. We're going to build that up throughout the the rest of the summer. But also, I'm like routes on air, and you're like, oh snap! Like what's, you know, you got you got like clean routes, and quarterbacks hitting their freaking wideouts, and you're like, oh oh, like, that's it. Like, there it is. Yeah. You know, and you got the old line really starting to come together. And then the D-line clicking with the new system and everyone's, you're like, it's just exciting. It's exciting to see kind of where we're at in spring. And I thought our guys did an admirable job, man, just adapting really quick. And I, I know the coaching staff would always say, like, how much, how ahead they were and how, like, how much we were able to kind of install because just the work ethic of our guys and how much they were able to retain, and then on top of that, where we're at and how the pieces have come together. And uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kind of gives you goosebumps. Like the first time you're out there and you just see the chemistry and you see guys working together and then you see like players really kind of stepping into the roles that we needed filled. And it's been really good. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome.
0: That's, that's the main thing. Aaron, are you, do we have the, the question in the mailbag? Are you going to hold those off? Do you I, have one right now?
2: Um, I can look them up real quick. Yeah, that's not a problem. I did not have them ready. I was, I was just going to say, I'm excited to hear about some of those new players. So I don't know if you have the list of new players to ask him about. Uh, I, I wanna... <laughs> How has Xavier Henderson looked?
4: He looks great. He's yeah. a competitor, man. He came in, he could always run. And we've yeah. tried to make him stronger and try to make him more powerful. And he has a work ethic and he competes. And those are the things you never know. Like, right. Like, is he going to work? Is he going to, like, how is he going to embrace how we do things? And he's been awesome. Like, mm-hmm. awesome. Like, just wants to train, wants to compete, has a smile on his face every morning, comes down, pushes, like, literally will push me. Like, where's your energy at, coach? And, of course, I'm like, shut up. But I love it. Like, I love it. Talks crap. Coaches each, coaches players up. Um, awesome addition. Can fly. Can accelerate. He's been a great addition. Awesome. Awesome player. Awesome person.
0: Let's uh stay in that wide receiver from Aaron Turner from UConn. Coming in,
4: he's all twitched up, he's a little freaking bowed up, a little muscle hamster. He's awesome. Um, a little bit more introverted of a kid, uh, finding his fit, but very talented skill set. Great change of direction ability, good hands, you get in and out of routes. <laughs> he, he, he's all bowed up now. He looks he's all strong, twitched up kid. Has, I think he has a home run threat, He's a and he's a great dude, great guy. Wants to be trained hard. Always has a smile on. You can kind of put your armor on him. Great guy. Uh,
0: you already kind of touched on him a little bit, but you know, offensive of line is a room that obviously can always just improve day in and day out. Yeah. But DeAndre Buford was another transfer from Kentucky that came in. Uh, how's, it, how's he looked other than obviously you, you've mentioned his his speed? He can move. but
4: He can move and he cool. could run, yeah. And so he – he was like, you know, with O-Lyman, like, your worst fear is I'm coming in, like, like, 335 pounds, and you're like, you know, like, oh, gosh, I got to I got to spend six weeks just to get you in fighting shape. Like, right? he came in lean. He was like 308 when he came in, could run. Uh, the biggest thing with him has just been strength and learning the playbook, and he is so humble, wants to be coached hard. Like, I'll get on a stool and yell at him, and, like, he'll laugh and have fun with me, <laughs> and, like, he wants to be coached. Our O line room is incredibly is exactly why you want an O line room. They're tough, they talk crap, they're aggressive, they will they'll hold everyone accountable. They're gross and they're 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 like if you if you walk too closely, you'll be picked up and mosh pit. Like they're awesome. And so for him to come into that room and them to embrace him and now he's one of those guys has been awesome. Like I appreciate their leadership. I appreciate who they are. And he's been an awesome addition. Yeah, he can fly. He's got stronger about 315 right now. I mean, he's he looks his arms are about as big as my freaking torso. Like he's he looks good. He's gotten cleaner and leaner and stronger. He's I'm really excited for him. Just developing, learning the playbook and gaining comfort in the system is his only challenge, really.
0: Might might not be uh you know, obviously ready to play right away. Uh potentially maybe one or two of them, but uh Incoming freshmen, obviously new, new into the program. Twofold question: what What's your your game plan for those that are just fresh out of high school? Do you kind of put them in a in a wake up regimen, or is it more just of a easy end type situation? And then, aside from that, how have they looked as a whole?
4: Uh, they've been good. They're freshmen, and right. I I hate freshmen. I don't like freshmen <laughs> just because they're annoying and they're freshmen. But I I, I say that <laughs> kiddingly, but I, do, right. I I do hate those guys. Um, but. Uh, uh, You know, you you have to separate freshmen. So, for the first two weeks, we oozed them. You have to just because you don't know what they've done. Mm -hmm. So, we we call it the two-week ooze or two-week transition. We just kind of ooze them into training. We keep them separate, teach tempo. Last week was the first week we kind of, like, kicked them out of the nest and they flapped their wings and some freaking landed like a thud. Some some flapped a couple times and then hit a tree. Like, it is what it is. Uh, this is the second week now that they've been in. So this is the fourth week they've been totally in the program. And uh, you can see guys' bodies starting to change and their their ability to do the workload has been improving. So they're a good group of guys. They're, they're freshmen right now, you know, right. freshmen. And a lot of our – a lot of uh, the guys that provide a lot of value enrolled early in, in January too. So they've had bigger exposures to it. And then we're relying on them as well to kind of help lead the new guys.
3: Beat them into the ground.
4: The oh, freshman. coach, coach, they, you know, like you know, they, they, they oh are, yeah, they're they're doing all right though. They're doing they're freshmen. They're yeah, freshmen. as long as they, they shut, them shut them. the fuck
3: up, that's probably the biggest. <laughs> <thing I think. laughs> shut the fuck yeah, up, anyway. like, cause I don't know that that would always be like my thing that I notice with coaches. Just as long as they try and shut the fuck up, cause like you're, they're gonna get their ass kicked because they're freshmen. So.
4: <laughs> the, the, it's the hard, dude. Shit.
3: Oh yeah, the shit I hated as an old guy it was just the freshmen that came in and just ran their mouth. Oh, it was the worst. And then they just got—they would just get quickly humbled, though. But I, they got, the guy—the things I love the most, though, were, were the freshmen that came in and just got it right away. Yeah. I mean, name names, guys. Name names. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna name drop. <laughs> <laughs> name names. No, I'm gonna name drop like Jaheim Thomas. Like when he came in, like he was. Just like the nicest, most humble kid, but you know he's not even with the team anymore. But it was the first name that came that came to my mind. Just like a kid who just like would look would listen to the old guys in the room, like like they were his coach, and just respected respected all the coaches, all the older players. And I don't know, I just the, those are the kind of freshmen you probably like. But the other there's I, there's always like one or two of them in the batch that come in, yeah, and they're and you got you got to humble their asses quick
4: i go ask you a question. They're like, hey, uh, you know, uh, I was wondering what time I had to work out at. And you're like, hey, stop. Hey. Just, just stop.
3: <laughs> hey, like, no,
4: I, I, just say, like, hey, how like, about check you the board, take, a big, take a big glass and shut the fuck up? To your point, Ryan, like all you want is them to work hard and all you want them to do is just kind of like earn their way the right way. And, and this group's done that well. Like they've like, you know, one's been late. Like you smack them on the back of the head and you love them up. And I got a coach like no complaints, no issues. So they've been a they've been what you want. They've they've as you said, shut the f up and just kind of follow a line and listened. And it's been good. It's been it's what you want. It's what you want. Yeah, good. That's good to know. Yeah, there's been no, All right. no 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 egos yet. As we mentioned,
2: there were some questions in the mailbag, so uh they're not too bad. Um, First one. Coach Nico, how different of a feeling do you have when playing a rival, non-conference or conference opponent?
4: Wow, that's a great question, and that's something that that's something that we've been reflecting on. Like so much of our schedule is new, and like so, so I've been posting the schedule every Friday. We we do a, a field workout, we push sleds, we do all this gross stuff. And we just have the schedule up, and we've been kind of reviewing schedules. Obviously, trophy games, Miami um uh pits back on the schedule another trophy game so like you have the trophy games you have the rivalries you have you know old and new yeah you see you got all these new kind of it's a new schedule and and one i'm not really familiar with just because i've never really been a part of the big 12 and so i think all of us are trying to really just kind of break down the schedule and understand yes every game's important but like what game How do we address this game? How do we address this game? What's the mentality we have to have with this game? Like, I think that's been good for everybody involved just because it's new. Um, Me personally, how I feel about playing a rival conference, non-conference, like you gotta be at your best. And I think, I think like, it's kind of like the theme of this week. It's like when the pressure's on, when the stakes matter, how do you perform? Like, I think you train guys. and, And for me, I always enjoyed that. Like, like, yes, there's, a little extra, like me when I played at Michigan State, when I worked at Ohio State, like Michigan, like you wanted to literally kill him, like you wanted to kill him. And Mark D'Antonio was a UC guy, like you would get you so worked up before you played Michigan that you wanted to literally like cry, like you were so angry, you wanted to literally like, have a temper tantrum and fight him, like you wanted to just like you were ready to burst. Like he, the game was personal for you, like he told he told you flat out, which I thought was such a great move. He'd be like. Like everyone stand up who was offered by Michigan and like two guys would stand up. And he's like, see, you weren't good enough to go there. If you were, you would have gone there. Like they didn't think you were good enough. And like, I just got goosebumps thinking about it. Cause like you literally like were fighting as if you were the kid that was picked on in middle school that like hit puberty late. Now you're just like coming for vengeance. And like that was, I thought like, for me, that's always been my mentality with rivalry games. It's like, it's personal. It means more, be at your freaking best. Got I'm all jacked up now. Thank you for the question. <laughs> Let's go. God, Thank Murk. you, UC I, see you, I needed that. Boom, baby. Um, I mean, Ryan, Nico. how was it for you? Like, that's just selfishly like for you. Yeah, go ahead. Robbery playing in it. Like, I know a new schedule, but like, how was robbery games for you?
3: Uh, yeah. Everyone wants to make the textbook answer of like, well, you know, we don't treat any game more important than the next one, but you do. There are ones on the schedule that you got yeah. circled. <laughs> And I think more rivalry wise, it's more just like honoring the tradition, honoring, you know, the past teams and, you know, everything that they went through, everything they trained for and how much that game means to them. that also feeds into what it means to you because the history we we have with Miami, that's our rivalry game. And I, you know, lately it sometimes gets overlooked, but that was something we always we made sure we honor and pay attention yep. to. That how important it is, you know, to go and you want to beat their ass because it's literally it's it's not just a a rivalry on the field and between the stripes. I think it's more of like a, a culture rivalry too, kind of mm-hmm. two different teams and two different like mindsets, two different universities, and recognizing that and kind of like that same thing of like oh well, not the same thing in the way that like oh Michigan Michigan thought that you weren't good enough, but kind of more like well, they don't He's think you're notes. good enough. They don't think you're good enough in life. Like they think that they got life figured out and they went to Miami and so you went to UC because you aren't you aren't as smart. You aren't as good. You won't make as much money. You're not into all the foo foo bullshit that they think matters. So and I think you really you've kind of really seen that's what we really embraced was kind of like that that, you know, like the nasty natty man, just the gritty man. tough.
1: You can't lose that? the
3: streak. You can't oh, lose no. the guy that lost the streak. Yeah, that that oh, is know. that is the other one too. But Just a,
4: yeah, no, that's that's
3: it's like a culture war, man. It, it really is. Um, so that was one that always that always got me going because you know I I identified with that well because I kind of where I grew up was always like you know it wasn't like rough as shit, but like we streets of Dublin. No, yeah, it was always like kind of like playing against those the rich kids that the rich kids in the rich schools that just think their their shit doesn't stink and everything they have is perfect and they're just better than you just because they're richer, just because they're all foo fooed up. Where was that. Brady from again? Brady's from Owen Tanji. Owen Tanji's yeah. not Owen it's not it's not one of the it's it's different now. But when he went there, the Braves they were they were it was a different it was a different area back then. But like it, I I don't know because that, that's what always gets me going because that was our rivalry and it always just felt kind of like us versus them and it's really what it is. But, oh, Nico, you'll
1: you'll see West Virginia will will surge back to the top of the charts real quick,
3: real quick. Yeah, I yes, don't know much that about was, that, but you could just feel the energy about it. I never got to experience it, but you can just feel the energy through like social media, like people. Just going, going off about uh, the West Virginia games. Yeah, those, like, those
4: biggie showdowns and stuff. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: Back then, they were they were the big dog, like Pat White,
1: Steve Slayton, Noel Devine, and for UC Pac-Man to, to the
0: Rich Pat, Ralph.
1: Yeah, for UC to get back to like that level, or to a, not even back to they had never been there before, but to go to the Orange and the Sugar Bowl, you had to go through West Virginia in that conference. And there were some there were some epic battles between the two, and the fan bases didn't like each other much at all. So I think that one's going to come back a lot quicker than people realize. Like that that dislike is going to going to show itself pretty quick.
4: Yeah, that's awesome. God, that's good stuff. And UCF, their fans are their fans are not. Yeah.
3: We'll it legit too. So I I would UCF's, like it. that would be. Uh, we'd always circle that game ever since what they did to us on college game day. What UCF? I mean, yeah, yeah. And then just well, honestly, no. The year before, the year before, the year before was bad. Where they where they were beating us so bad, that Brained out. We, yeah. we wanted to forfeit the game, and that was the most embarrassing moment I've probably had ever playing football. And I think we really were like we we that'll never like I remember like our coaches came in like that'll never happen again and it was like the most embarrassing thing for like everyone involved and then to go get embarrassed again by him on on uh the game day game and I think it really just was like we we got to get these motherfuckers and we did and then now but then last year we have the we blow up the it's just there's a lot there's a lot of back and forth there's a lot of yeah. like they like to talk shit. We like to talk shit. No one really likes each other, and yeah. it's because we we played a lot of good football against each other, man. That's gonna that's gonna stoke up some rivalry. So. Well, it,
0: it, and they still believe, genuinely believe, their best team is better than our best team of oh, all they time. They can go. They can go Which take is... that shit out, man. There's no <laughs> way. Hey, hey, they will they will stop their feet and say, <laughs> "What but
3: McKenzie whatever his name.
2: National is. champions. <laughs> I, is
3: better than Debbie I'm not going I'm not going to claim like I did a whole lot, but I know the guys that I was taking the field <laughs> with, man. And they there's some real ass dogs dude and I don't I don't think but all you, know, you guys
1: will say that oh seven that seventeen UCF team was was legit.
3: oh they were they were uh, they were amazing they were great for the conference like yeah like good for them but like I, I would love to go play them with our our defense going against that offense I think it would shut it down I mean Ahmad Gardner, he's probably arguably the best corner ever in the history of college football so you could shut down half the field with Mister Millen I don't know how much how good that offense is going to be. But yeah. <laughs> Nico, Great is debate. Flip it, <laughs> Nico, is that
0: something you feel in the program right now too? It's just like yet another handful of, of players going into the NFL. I mean, Travis Kelsey, obviously is Travis Kelsey sauce is blowing up. Des is going to start next year for the yes. right away. Is that, is that something that you guys use as, as another momentum building thing for all the guys that are, Hey, come here. Listen, you, you will be able to make it. Recently, a lot of people have.
4: Yeah, it's something that's so important to us. Like, we we we've kept up all the names in the weight room of all the past success. Like, you you come in, you're like, do you keep it up? Like, we they didn't play for us, blah blah blah. You know, like you don't know that like, you feel kind of torn. And then all the player, all these recruits come in, like, oh man, look at the names, blah blah, blah blah And you're like, yep, that's staying up because like <laughs> like you you just read the pulse of an 18 year old and like, yeah. You, the success that UC's had, the name, the fact that they come back so much. Coby I Bryant mean, was training with us all last week. Friggin' Sauce was back all spring. Friggin', there's so much success. Everyone comes back. Everyone's still so involved with the program. They're welcome back with open doors. Like, like uh, you, you, to make those guys proud and to, to, to allow them to be back is something that I take very personally. Like, I, 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 I respect you. Like, I respect you from afar. I'm a fan of yours. Like, I I know about you guys. I watched the success you guys had. I think you guys are incredible players. And so, for me, like, to meet these guys and to kind of know them as human beings and to, like, you guys are better people than you are football players. Like, please be around our players. Please train with them. Like, allow them to see what it takes and what it looks like. I think it's the best thing ever. you got to lock your fridge, though. Lock your fridge, Nico. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. whatever all my all my celsius are evaporating but we're back <laughs> oh, alec I been- they can take them they can take them, and come there, back and train. them. Take it. good you're good
1: yeah, okay you has alec been back this summer royer or is he is he scared to come into town because he knows you're gonna you try to manipulate him <laughs> <Get that in laughs> no he
3: was he was nursing a foot injury man he's just now getting back into the swing of things but that also might be true. I think he does get a little scared sometimes, man. I mean, <laughs> he can't he can't hang as well and I don't blame him. That means he's taking care of himself. That means he's not he's not callous. So, he's callous so in Nico, other spots, not in the <laughs> not in the ways I am, man. You know they
1: were they were engineering partners, Royer and Alec Pierce. Like they were
4: really.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we were engineers. We took like every class together. We lived together like we did one went one direction one went the other right like like, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah,
2: one of these things is not like the other <laughs> Yeah, I know. it's
3: little i was telling i i was talking to nate ebner uh because he's from hilliard davidson and it's just funny because he's like oh do you still play i was like no man like i don't i'm an engineer now i was like i didn't do good enough on the specs just like you did man so i had to I had to hang him up and hit the cubicle, but it's <laughs> no, hey, it's what it is, man.
4: Nothing wrong. We can, we can we can
3: we can blame Brady. He didn't get me running the four <laughs> three that I was yeah. that I was capable of. So maybe if I played with you, it would have been a different. If only you
4: ran one more time a week. You'd be in the NFL, oh, not, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. seriously,
3: it's <laughs> a missing piece. I'm running a four three now, but just no one's there to see it. I'm running. Exactly <laughs> it's
1: only a twenty though. It's not a forty. It's only a twenty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. four or three seconds to drink the first cup of coffee in the morning. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, there
3: you go.
0: <laughs> Aaron, next question, brother.
2: All right. Uh, Coach Nico, who on the BCJ staff would you like to go up against in the Oklahoma drill? Uh, I'm just
1: Roy. Just Royer. Yeah. <laughs> that
4: would, that I mean, be, I, love I love can't – I mean, just – I'm thinking of us doing side-down competitions against each other. I would love to go – yeah. My neck is so jacked up. If he hit me, he'd probably put me back into like freaking like I'd be stunned. This dude, his jawline alone, there's no chance. This dude's meant to take a punch. Like this guy, this guy's gonna blast me. But I have to just based on the position I play and the prod I still have in my heart. I'm going up against freaking Royer. But does do I think the outcome's favorable for me? I gotta believe it. I gotta think I think I think, could. It, I so, think you yeah, would... I'm going. I'm going. We're doing yeah. it. Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs>
3: I would always give Felino shit because one day they dressed up some of the strength coaches in uh, helmets and pads, and he was out there, and I he they were going like like Oklahoma. I don't remember what it was, or it was there was like circle drill or something the and hamburger like, drill. I wanted, and he didn't call me out, and I would always say, "Yeah, because you're fucking scared, bro." You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I took that shit. I would have took that shit, embarrassed you in front of the whole team, bro. <laughs> make sure you make sure to remind him that next time you
4: what he's does felino to... look like in pads now
3: like he's as oh as tall. like oh my god <laughs> bro i he is an enigma to me because he is like 250 260 pounds but he's not like fat but i was he was <laughs> he was sitting on his on his patio smoking a stogie and i facetimed him and um I think he's been eating too much of that Wisconsin cheese up there, man. Cause <laughs> that that little uh that little pouch on him is getting a little bigger. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's looking, I don't think he's looking like how he used to look like on KOR for the Sparties, number nine. Oh man,
4: <laughs> he was majestic, man. He had the hair coming out <laughs> of the back of his helmet, dude. boat all, all bicep up. He was unbelievable. Oh man. <laughs> All
2: right, and the last question for Nico out of the mailbag: uh, Who on the current roster is the most athletic freak on each side of the ball, and obviously special teams? It's it's probably a toss-up between uh, the rake and, and Royer's boy, but uh, Burton. But <laughs> oh,
3: boy, yeah, you athletic have the special freak. teams too for sure. No a teamer. Um... <laughs> you need to know the ones and twos on Kor pump block kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Dunners, we, come yeah, on we let animal. me hear this. This is this
4: is my life. Uh, okay. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think on defense, two two guys, two guys popped out to me. One is like you gotta acknowledge Dante Corleone. Like for a man that resembles like a coke machine with legs, like he can he's he's getting to the point where his his 10-yard dash, his 10-yard burst with how strong he is, he hit he hit four thirty for three today at bench press and it, it looked as if it was Jeez. on an elevator. Which is why he's talking crap to me as he's doing it. Um That's he's crazy. a freak. He's a freak. Um, um, um
1: are you are you familiar with are, are you a teenage mutant ninja turtles guy?
4: all, all the way. Doesn't he look like the love child of Bebop and Rocksteady? <laughs> He's unbelievable. He's such a beauty.
1: He's a I mix of both. Uh,
4: <laughs> I love you that. You can't team, unsee man. it now. You can't, you can't unsee it. it. You can't unsee it, dude. You're going like to walk awesome in tomorrow
1: and
4: you're going to look at him and you're going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's unbelievable. Oh, man. Um, on offense, who would I say? Offense. <sighs> You know, you got you got some twitched up running backs. You got, I mean, obviously Xavier Henderson can accelerate. He can go. Um, uh, Dee Wiggins can go. He can run. Um, Miles Montgomery's twitched up. He's a twitched up, kid. Um, um, on defense, you got to go. You also got to think. Um, Brian Threats can go. He's a 22 mile an hour guy, and he's getting stronger, lower body wise. He's twitched up, kid. So you got DP, he's he's at 212 right now. He hit 315 for four. He yelled at me because I had him racket. He's like, no, I got another one. He almost fought me. It was awesome. <laughs> um, he's strong. He's strong right now. Sammy Anderson's looking good. Sammy Anderson's a buck 85, all twitched up. So you got, we, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. There's some, there's some, oh, 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 no. Dinkle. Jack Dinkle. No, now unquestionable number one on defense. Uh, he's 242 pounds right now. Yes, that's unbelievable. That's that is that is curling all the way. He <laughs> broke his he broke Perfect. his vertical. He beat his vertical. He beat his all acceleration. He hit 21 miles an hour. He strong as an ox. He bench pressed 335 for three today. He's squatting through. Yes, Dinkle defense number one. Would,
1: would you say, would you say 21 like you miles an hour.
4: Yeah, 21 miles an hour at 242. He is um, benched 335 for three, I believe. He broke – he beat his vertical best. I think he jumped 34, 34, 35, somewhere in that range. Um, he looks like a Power Ranger. You want to know it now? Like, he looks like he just a twitched up. He's like – he looks yeah, – he's he, all good right now. He is – he is – he might be my number one on defense. He's twitched up.
1: Would, when would I saw classify him? him as an Adonis?
3: Yeah, bro. He was at 18 years old. He came in. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Why can't – I've been here for five, five years. Five years, man, and this kid comes in, and I'm like, I, I did something wrong. <laughs> I did a lot of things wrong. <laughs> it fell out of the wrong good. genetic
2: tree. My goodness. I
3: mean, dude, you should see the dingle tree. It make, it's like I've never in my life ever thought <laughs> that trap trap thickness was a genetic like pass down, but in that family it is. The dad
1: everyone Jacob, says the
3: dad was a monster here. Yeah. I yeah, that <laughs> I mean the dingles are very. They're short with their words, you know. They don't. They don't. They don't dive too deep into Sometimes, yeah. And so you're like, Dingle, how? Uh, your dad was pretty good. He's like, Ah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty good, yeah. Like, what do he play? Ah, I don't fucking know. But he's good. He played in the NFL. I'm like, all right, man. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm getting out of you, so we'll just leave it at that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's a great impression, too, by the way. <laughs>
3: That's my Jacob impression.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jack's more of a bro. Just yeah. he's there. He's there for a good time. He looks like a rhinoceros. A oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like a triceratops. The boat up, dude. Man, he looks good. You see him recently? You're like, damn, dude. Looks like he's. I, know, I haven't me. seen him in a while. Looks good, he dude. Looks, like he looks, looks like he's good. <laughs> I wouldn't want to see him in a dark alleyway. I'm like, golly, dude, this dude is a monster.
3: Excited to see him on the field, man.
4: Yeah, no, I think he's going to put it together. He had a really good spring.
3: Good. What happened
1: to Brent?
2: He we, we lost out. him. I, I'm, I do, I'm literally texting him as we speak.
4: <laughs>
3: the tornado came back around. <laughs> it heard that Brent oh. wasn't out of town. It wanted to destroy him specifically. <laughs> just him. Just coming for him. <laughs>
1: All right, man. Well, we appreciate it. We kept you way too
4: long. Sorry. No, I needed this. I appreciate you guys. You guys know how uh I appreciate it. I'm of you guys and appreciate your support. Appreciate the great questions and thanks for humoring me to talk and tell stupid stories. I appreciate it a lot, man. I enjoy it.
2: So we'll yeah. see you in two weeks, okay. right?
4: <laughs> whenever, whenever I get a text that says Monday night at eight, sign me up. That's all I need. You can invite me. You guys are screwed. I'm there.
1: Hopefully, Royer didn't
3: say "fuck" too
4: many times and get you. in. An- no. he seasons it. He seasons the conversation. Awesome, <laughs> has a little spice to it.
3: It's like a little basil in the sauce.
4: Yeah, a little, a little engineering spice. <laughs> <laughs>
3: On a serious note, Nico, I just, I want to thank you for just upholding everything that um that I feel like that was, that was helped built when I was there and I feel like just the things I hear from, from you and the guys, um, it sounds like you're really taking this program to the exact places it needs to be. And don't let up, man, keep the foot on the pedal. Those guys, man, they'll they'll love it just like they've been loving it. So I just want to say thanks and you mean so much to the program and, and just just keep it up, brother.
4: Appreciate that means a lot to me, man. And, 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 uh Burton trains at 8 30 tomorrow, so say bump <laughs> work, come in and train with us, dude. You're welcome. Yes, yeah, come, come <laughs> what, a, what a moment
2: that just was! I did it, was, that was I a, did my husband's adorable. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Appreciate nah, that, you, you have no idea, like the strength coach means so much, and like they get overshadowed a lot. And just hearing the stories you're telling me, it just like you know, just. Makes me emotional thinking about all the things we went through and just knowing that those things are still going on because they they matter so much. They matter so much more than anyone can ever really know. So I'm just so appreciative and it just builds my hope and my excitement for the season. So I appreciate you, brother.
4: Humble man, I appreciate you a lot. Thank you for those kind of words, Angel. Get emotional. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Of course. Awesome. All right. Well, I appreciate we, you guys. More are, we you goodbyes? are we saying
0: bye? Are we saying
2: goodbye? Yeah, you—you've you, been—you—you did—you—you you left without saying goodbye, Brent.
0: Irish goodbye, I guess. Uh, you know, I—I—I <laughs> I, I don't know. It's uh, maybe there's storms here. I have no idea, but yeah, I whatever Ryan said, I agree with wholeheartedly. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ruin that good moment with like a cheesy, stupid goodbye. So I'm I'm gonna let it stay with that. But yeah, Nico, we're gonna have you back on, man. You're you're the man as always. It's really really great time having you on.
4: Thank you guys. I'll talk to you guys soon, man. I appreciate
3: it a lot, man. Yep. Thanks, coach. Thanks, see coach. Guys. See you Nico. Beat um. those guys up tomorrow.
4: Damn, right. You know it, baby. 8 30. <laughs> I can't wait to see you there. <laughs> yeah. No, I
3: I will I will come. It'll be before uh, I'll set some up. It'll be before the six thirty because I want I don't want to impede on You're anything.
4: Not. You're not the more people the better. I like it <laughs> like right. a, like a wild daycare center. Just okay. wild things yes. all over the place. <laughs> Ryan
1: is perfect. 80s. Like if I could describe Ryan Royer, it would probably be wild
4: daycare center. That's that's <laughs> who I am as a person. I want it to look like a tornado. Speaking of tornadoes, we can going bring this full circle. Like a tornado's gone off and it looks like absolute chaos. So, Brian, you're <laughs> welcome to train with the guys. I don't give a crap. Come on in, man. Just want to see you there.
1: If you um, want it to I'll, look like somebody just stuck their head in the fan,
3: he's your guy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, God, I want to see what that looks like in general, but that'd be awesome. <laughs> All right.
3: I'll find a way to reach out to you. We'll, we'll set it
4: up. Absolutely, dude. I appreciate you I guys, man. Thank well. you, guys. Yep. Have a great week. Hey, Sneco, love you, brother. Love you guys, love you guys. I'll see you. See. Well, man, that was
0: great. All right, that's
1: um, it. Had a good night. Appreciate it. See everybody next week. <laughs> right,
0: exactly.
3: <laughs> I mean, full circle. You put a full circle. The, man, full the, dude, circle on the guy. The man, the dude, the good guy. One, he's all of them. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, he, he
1: he might have been your best friend for life if he was here when you were here, Royer.
2: Yeah, man. I'm not ruling that out. Yeah, I well was about to say the possible. potential is like, definitely
4: still
3: there, dude. I you, that stuff just means so much to me because it meant so much to me when I was on the team, and just knowing that like he's like honoring that with his own style, just you know, just makes me so happy and proud to be an alumni. So that that shit just gets me going. There's not a lot that gets me going nowadays. In this world, <laughs> but that kind of stuff does.
1: Are you are you back? Are you good?
0: I I sure I sure hope so, man.
1: Um, what happened?
0: I don't know, dude. Solar flare. Last thing I heard was Jack Dingle, so I that, <laughs> that had me hyped. And then I came back, summoned and, his name, right? So big and strong Confirmed that he Adonis. can take down your computer. I think that's what had to be what it was, but no, Ryan, I agree, dude. Um, With, I I mean, you, you obviously are the only one here with collegiate experience, but you can tell just, I mean, I've listened to shitload of podcasts, shitload of interviews, this, that, and the other. It's, you know, when you, when you get broken down to the point that strength coaches break you down to, and then they build you back up, you, you form a bond with them more than you would ever imagine more than anyone really knows. So, yeah. because kind of got that got that vibe to him which is pretty pretty damn awesome to have so uh yeah we got to have him back on cuz he's he's great and you know we he's he's got he's got one hell of a voice too man that's that's a, <laughs> yeah. that is a one that if I had I'd probably be the number one play-by-play or I, I don't even know what I'd be I'd be some voiceover <laughs> actor or something but look knows?
1: Brady was our first love on the BBP but we're falling in love again
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Brady, we Brady, are... earmuffs, if you're listening.
1: I mean, but but you know he he no, left us. No
0: shot. He he, he,
1: he left us. He went way. for the new the new flashy chick out of town. <laughs> you know, and and we're starting to love again. No, we're starting yes. to love again, and that's okay. It's I'm okay. In I'm in
0: love with an Italian. I tell you what.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know. All right, that was. Must have- we're out. Beers are in. Chad, give us the... That was process. a Quick
1: Paper Supply timestamp. Quick Paper Supply, your local and family-owned restaurant supply company for all your non-food products. Quick Paper services over 150 restaurants with weekly low-minimum next-day deliveries. They provide a wide range of food service products from to-go containers, cups, custom-printed products, eco-friendly, and much more. They're also cleaning and restroom supplies for all your janitorial needs. Call Nick at 513-470-2029 reference Bearcats for 20% off your first month of purchases. I just want to say there couldn't have been a better time for me to have the puppy like solo because I I could just leave you three with Nico and, and I knew everything was going to be okay. That's the biggest bromance I think I've ever seen Royer kind of, (laughs) kind of fall into. Like you you were
3: hyped up tonight, bro. Hyped up. Yeah. Dude. Just hearing those stories about the, the, the crazy shit he's making them do in the weight room—it just—it's just, and I know because I know those those the guys that have been there like uh, when I was there they they are pro- they were probably chomping at the bit for for more because they were used to that shit with us and like just hearing like that he's come up with new kind of like like even like more badass shit that I thought we, uh, I could have thought we would do so. That's the cool, nose to nose holding the the dumbbells yeah that's some that's that's some that's, that's some gangster that is gangster yeah. and i love i just love the whole competition. you can't be idea. the
1: weaker man you can't be the yeah, weaker man I you know. can't let the dumbbell down i know cuz you're going to hear about that forever in the locker
3: yeah. room yeah yep forever it's, yep it, it's it's a great idea and i it just sounds like he's pushing all the right buttons so it just gets me going
1: if brady was listening tonight those guys at wisconsin are going to be doing doing that exercise tomorrow <laughs> yeah
3: it looks like he's doing doing the the same crazy shit they did to us over there too so we'll see what no happens with those badgers no we'll surprise we'll see if they can yeah i mean that's good i mean i'm you know i'm happy for the for them over there cuz it's special they you you'll build with that kind of stuff like hopefully they get to experience the same bond that we did at Cincinnati because as long as they're not playing us, you know, just knowing that they're getting the – you know, I form that brotherhood and that culture. It's just mm-hmm. – hopefully it works out for them as well as it did for us. And I know it's going to work out here at UC just hearing that shit and, you know, I'm just proud as hell. it's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, one, one other thing about that school up there
0: in Madison and then we'll move on is – did, did you see Mike Trestle was listed as the number two coach in the entire country? And no matter of what position coach that you are, yeah, number mine, one was Nick Saban. Two was yeah. Mike Trestle. Really? By who, big game um, boomer? Um, By 247 Sports.
3: Yeah. I mean. I honestly, I don't know enough about football. Like football. I know enough about football. I don't know enough about like everyone else and the guys and what they do, but I mean, coach trust was a great coach. Uh, he's a great like scheme and he's great at like teaching details with his players and like improving them. But yeah, I'm not going to say that like he's undeserving or anything, but I cause I just don't know anything. But Ryan <laughs> would
1: vote. For, if Nick Saban's a position coach, then Marcus Freeman's a position coach, right?
3: Yeah. You'd say yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, not yeah. uh, it, it. Freeman and Trestle are are so different, man. I I couldn't yeah. even. Uh, they're it just the styles, the mentalities. They're not the same. It's, I think they're the best. Like compliment. Like if you could have one coach and then that coach after, because I think like Freeman just like laid the foundation. Was just a great man and a great like person and. Taught you a lot and had a really good defensive scheme. And then Treshel just came in and kind of just refined everything and just tried to find different ways to make us better. And because re- he's really good with like details and just ball knowledge, and they kind of complement each other really well. And that is, uh, that's talking Madison
0: and South Bend here on the BBP. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, shit. Uh, <laughs> right but uh real quickly uh let's let's breeze through a couple uh, commitments that recently did bid there due to the Cincinnati Bearcats first was on Friday uh St. Joe's prep wide receiver Elijah Jones Philadelphia same location as uh, same high school as Xavier Jones who obviously is Um, a a high-priority quarterback recruit that the uh, staff is after. Um, Elijah Jones held offers from Duke, Pitt, Boston College. Several others had 13 catches, 479 yards, six touchdowns, and only nine games. He was four games with an injury. Uh, He loves to be a physical receiver as well as as being a speed receiver, Um, blocking on the outside, this, that, and the other. Uh, Chad. Aaron, uh, Ryan, anything that you have to add on uh, Elijah Jones, wide receiver commit?
1: If you look at some of the camp stuff that he's been putting out on tape this spring and summer, I think they might have gotten themselves a little bit of a steal here because of the injury, because he plays in an offense that has two other power five wide receivers. Um, yeah. Could have maybe snuck a little bit under the radar. Mm -hmm. And I I think when you look at this guy, there's some serious potential as I I, I don't want to say, I hate comparing players, but he looks like he might have a little Tyler Scott where, you know, he's a little bit on the, he's not a 6'3", 6'4 guy, but he is a guy at 5'11 that's got the speed, that's got the route running, that's got the hands. That can be an impact as like a more of a a a field you know deep threat guy that can take the top off and and really go and get it um i i think this is a really good one Uh, and i know so many people get caught up in in stars and and i understand why because the empirical data shows long term it matters but individually Trust your scouting department. Trust the guys that you pay to do this to Mm -hmm. be right on their evaluations. And the stuff he's showing this spring and summer looks really good. Really good.
0: And uh, for what it's worth, he doesn't have a a rating yet. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I know recently 247 came out a a pretty good rating for uh, um, who was it? The uh, Willie Goodwin. I uh, gave you know he came in 87 67 composite but an 88247. So a good overall rating for Willie Goodman and good win. And obviously that's gonna be one that comes out for Elijah Jones as well. Um
3: and anything on that, the wide receiver,
0: Aaron or Ryan.
3: Yeah, I mean I didn't I don't know all the details like like Chad was going off of, but I really like that Tyler Scott comparison and yeah. Any receiver that gets compared to Tyler Scott, I think, is a very good thing. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he's into
1: candles and he wears a neck <laughs> pillow everywhere he goes and a robe. Yeah. Like, I don't know the details to, to really make the Tyler Scott comparison. But I think it's a little one of those guys that's a little bit in between in size, but can play on the outside, play the field, and 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 make plays in space and, and beat you deep. And it, it kind of has that feel to it for his game. Yeah.
3: Yep. I mean, yeah, and and as long as you get open, you don't have to be tall. If you get open, you, it doesn't matter, man. It As long as you're not just needing to go up and high point the ball all the time, that's probably where, where it does help you. But <laughs> yeah, well, you can just, that's get where open Alec,
1: or, yeah. that's where Alec that made six, three with volleyball bunnies, you know, yeah, with,
3: or, that's or a Josh bit Wiley. Animal. Yeah. Right. That stuff helps. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Alec, Alec got his his mom's athleticism, able to go up and, and catch those <laughs> ball. Uh, you know, yeah, but
3: all all from uh, all from the mother. Um, and, Greg uh, not uh, much
1: of an athlete.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and and as you said, Chad, he does have two other Division One wide receivers on this team as well. So you know a lot of you know there's there's only so many balls that can go around, and so it's uh that might damper the amount of of. Counting stats he put up, and then of course, being injured for, for a handful of games as well. But, um, you know, he, he seems like a rub right kid, and, and some of this can be able to come in and continue to, to carry on what's already been happening at the wide receiver room recently for the Bearcats. Uh, and then of course, just not even an hour before we went live with Nico running back from Avon High School in Avon, Ohio, Jacorion Kafee commits. Uh, and you know, it's it, he, he's a guy that you know, i I was reading an article from his coach. He said that you know Kefi is a once in a lifetimeer at Avon, which is what all coaches will probably say about the team, about a player on the team. But he continued by saying, by the time it's over, if he stays healthy, he will break every single record ever in Avon for running back, which is and that's really a pretty good impressive.
1: high school.
4: Yeah, that, that's
1: not a that's not a small like after like that's a place that that they play good football and they put guys at the division one level regularly.
0: Right. Right. And, you know, he said he has good durability and toughness. Uh, he has the great ability to make the first cut to go North and South. Uh, he's not going to have that elite track speed, but he is an elite running back. who can play for anybody. So, you know, and he's, it's, still, it's, he's still,
1: he's yeah. still an 11 flat hundred meter guy. Like that's not slow. Right. You know, that that's a guy he might not be, you know, 10, four, 10, five, like a, like a Trey Tucker or a Tyler Scott. But, I mean, 11 flat is not slow by any stretch of the imagination.
0: Physical runner can find the open hole. If, if you're going to lead your high school in every stat as a running back, that means you're toting the rock a lot, A of all. B of all, it means you're healthy a lot. C of all, it means that you know how to run the damn football. You know what I mean? It, it, like, it, it can't just fall out of bed and and lead the team. I, I mean, lead your, your school and career rushing yards, especially the fact that, now offenses have started to open up and throw the football more, this, that, and the other. So, you know, the fact that he has the ability to do that or the potential to do that, it's big time. Um, you know, North and South render. you know, who he, he kind of reminded me of watching the, the tape was, you know, a little like Ryan Montgomery. You know, a guy that would just continuously hit the hole, you know, pick up the, the tough yardage, try and get additional yardage on top of it. You know, a guy that seems to know how to play the football, get IQ, and, and just a guy that I, I, I keep going back to it, but wants to be better, wants to continue to improve, wants to play for a winning team. Uh, and so now he's coming to Cincinnati as, as a running back, another player out of the state of Ohio as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Got to love guys that can play the football.
0: Play the football, baby. Play it. <laughs> play it. You cannot play the football. I do not want you to come to Cincinnati. I'll tell you that much. Right. No, not one bit. But, uh, yeah, so hard worker. Um, wants to get better every day. It's a good article from the, uh, from the morning journal. They're out of, out of Avon. Where's, where is Avon, Ohio?
3: North. North. It's in, it's in Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay. Cleveland area. Oh. The, the Cleveland. <laughs> it's for you. But uh, yeah. Uh,
0: so that's, uh, the, the 15th commitment in the class of 2024 and, uh, fourth from the state of Ohio and you know running back and wide receiver the, the the skills are filling in um anything more on those two commitments or ready to roll on no. top right. stamp football
1: we can time stamp it quick paper supply your local and family-owned restaurant supply company for all your new new non-food products they provide mostly disposable restaurant supplies products like to-go containers cups pizza boxes, to-go bags, can liners, napkins, etc. They've been open since 2009 and are one of the largest minority-owned companies in the city. Call my guy Nick, 513-470-2029 and reference Bearcats for 20% off your first month of purchases.
0: Boom, baby. Um, Wrap it up. uh, uh, There's obviously a Khalil House commitment announcement on Friday, uh, but in Team track that, but something else as well. This Friday, we've already mentioned it. Um, over the past weekend was the Reigns and Reds for the uh 1st since Reigns, and
1: I was now. there. Great time,
0: okay. Great time, it, electric atmosphere
3: at those Reds games, man. I'll tell yeah. you what, Friday with the cycle, dude, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen i was there way up you were there way up there i was it wild it was insane baseball stadiums like they don't normally get super loud just because of the way they're kind of like designed they're very open but it was bumping there and i was i was up in like the 500s right behind a home plate and it was still bumping man that cycle was like just to be able to see that in in any baseball game is just absolutely insane but i I think the two Joey Votto home runs, too, man. Like, those kind of get slept on with the cycle. Yeah. Think in about that. that. Second.
1: Joey Votto had two home runs. One of them, like, put them ahead in <laughs> oh the game. Oh, my God, yeah. And nobody – like, it was, like, the sixth most impressive thing that happened.
3: <laughs> Dude, it, it's it's so cool to, to, just, to see the Reds do what they're doing, man. And just have the city going out and supporting them and getting to witness something like that. I mean, that's that's going to be a baseball game that I, and I feel like a lot of people that got to witness it will remember for the rest of their lives. And
1: it's right up there with, with the best football, high school football game I've ever seen. Which one? Uh, it was Brian Brown and Mike Bush, two guys who ended up being stars at Louisville. They played in the state championship game, Ryan, 59, 56. Wow. It was Brian Braum had a he had three drives, 80-yard touchdown, 40-yard pass, 40-yard touchdown, 80-yard touchdown. Four plays, three drives, 240 yards. It was <laughs> like like you couldn't even. I at the time I was I was doing a lot of work as like a camera guy and just starting building my. Uh, resume of like shooting and, and doing all the different stuff. You couldn't even shoot extra points <clears throat> because as soon as they scored a touchdown, you had to sprint to the other side because there could be a touchdown on the next play. Like it was, <laughs> it was the craziest thing They it, it, it is one of, if you ask anybody that was there, they will all tell you it was one of the greatest games they've ever seen. It's the second best football game I've ever seen. What was first, Pike bends Nice. It's not close. I mean, yeah. To to get down like they did, to yeah. have to come back like they did. Marty
0: kick off turn, sparked.
1: It. Marty, yeah, like the the missed extra point that just left the door cracked open. And then what people forget about Pike Devens is that game wasn't over. Like that did not Pike bends did not end the game. Pitts still had a shot. And all they had to do was get into field goal range and that Cincinnati defense shut them down. Uh, It was freezing cold. Kelly was uh, two months pregnant, two and a half months pregnant with Kelsey. Uh And she was there with my dad. They were up and, like, they ran out of hot chocolate. She couldn't drink alcohol because she (laughs) found out that she was pregnant. (laughs) Like, it was – they were so mad at me because BK took, like, 45 minutes to get into the, the interview room afterwards. So it was like, I don't know, uh, <laughs> like an hour and a half after the game, before I was able to meet back up with them outside, it was 30 degrees, snow, cold. They were so mad at me because in Pittsburgh, you <laughs> have to park, like you have to walk like an hour to get back to your car almost. It, yeah. But it was wow. the, literally the fastest, five-hour car ride I've ever experienced because we were just floating. Yeah. Like it was like all of a sudden we were like, oh, we're an hour from Cincinnati. What the hell just happened? Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was great.
0: Yeah, shouts to uh, Alex Daniels with the sack on uh, fourth down yeah. To, yeah. to completely shut the door. Um, but yeah, a phenomenal game. The setting, everything, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful game. Uh, but, yeah, that was uh, phenomenal, and that's talking chop and talking reds here on the BBP. Uh, Matt McLean deserves a shout-out as well because he's yeah, a, boy, he's another young gun that's just beast. beast. Uh, but aside from that, uh, up next is, as we, we've kind of touched on a little bit now, is going to be the, the guys the, the tapping of Cincy Light on Friday leading into the midnight of the Big 12, baby uh that's some some excitement there obviously and you know i was gonna we were gonna do a quick segment about you know your favorite moments of the aac we'll save that later but for now it would be just leaving the aac and go to the big 12 is probably the favorite moment for everyone right now so i i think that's all we got to say for now uh basketball
1: we don't need to talk basketball tonight
0: okay you you tease something tomorrow i think People can put two and two together that you you've got to guess. I said it on the radio. Meet with
1: yeah, oh, well
0: then say it here.
1: Wes Miller. Wes and I are going to have a little conversation tomorrow morning. Uh, there you go. Updating everybody on the summer, so we don't we can we can we can cruise past basketball tonight for the first time. Uh, I'll I'll get everybody's uh, information that they need in terms of the, uh, the 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 program and where things are this summer uh From Tomorrow. the guy himself. Yeah, let's just go to the source. Let's go straight to the source. We don't. We don't have to dilly dally around. Tomorrow, this YouTube channel. While you're here, like and subscribe. If you haven't liked and subscribed, we're like ten away from two thousand. Like go and do channel. that now. Like subscribe and subscribe right now. Right now, Hit.
0: smash the done. like button. Smash the like
1: button. No subscribe. We need to su- subscribe. We gotta the smash the subscribe, subscribe button. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, and, basketball. If you team. are the
0: 2,000 subscriber, Chad will take you out to. And throw your head
1: into a fan. Okay.
0: All right. There you go. <laughs> and right to Roots out the Ruth's
3: roots. Roots, roots, Chris. <laughs> well, ever ever exists.
0: Well, <laughs> well, you know what? Fans. If, if this is the case, then I might need to subscribe to the YouTube channel then. <laughs> <laughs> Son I would, of a bitch. I would love to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to get myself a nice table, fan, head, trauma. Yeah. I'm in. After about 30 Cincy lights in one sitting, bring yeah. that fan to me, baby. I'm in. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of excitement around that. Cincy Rain's killing it, as always. Um, so that'll be fun to attend on Friday. Uh, basketball tomorrow, obviously. Chad will be able to get that. Uh, quick mention, obviously Landers Nolly did not get drafted, but he did get picked up in the two-way contract two New Orleans Pelicans, um, quick glimpse ahead. I was looking at a couple of, you know, big draft boards for tomorrow and maybe some potential bulletin board material, zero Bearcats listed. And I saw, I was looking at like two 150 big boards, top 150 players on the big boards, zero mentioned. So, I, uh, you know, I'm not really a, too much of a surprise, but still some somewhat of a possible uh, billboard material for the squad. Uh, there was a highlight video as well. Uh, John Newman, seeing knocking down some shots. Uh, both point guards getting in there. Aziz with a flush late. So it seems like the video staff is taking everything that they need, you know, that they're hearing for the fan base. Like, how are the point guards looking? Well, here's a couple, you know, quick clips of Chisel James knocking down shots and Day-Day Thomas finishing at the rim. And then here's a lob to Aziz at the end to just remind you that they've got a beast as well. So, um We're excited to hear more updates with Chad tomorrow, especially Rayvon Griffith, also winning a Monster of the Week. But, uh, Chad, anything on the football recruiting front? Because you won't be able to ask that tomorrow to Wes. Um, There are a couple articles that Brett Stein recently uh, authored. Um, Anything more on that front as far as names or
1: events coming up here in the near future?
4: Nothing really new.
1: Um, Things are pretty – Pretty, everybody knows exactly what's pretty much going on right now. So, uh, yeah.
0: The, the Kirk Crease case was pretty open close. <laughs> so we, we never
1: so. got to find out if there was any real smoke there or not. He uh, he stayed.
0: Yep. Well, while other Mountaineers enter the portal, he was one that stayed. So that is uh, talking basketball here on the BBP more tomorrow um obviously as chad will be able to get west and and really really deep dive into the old brain of of the the western of clifton if you will so that will be good, good <laughs> quick paper supply <laughs> timestamp leading into the bbp mail bank presented by chad
1: quick paper supply you know the deal your local and family-owned restaurant supply company for all your non-food products. They service over 150 restaurants. Weekly, low-minimum next-day deliveries. They provide a wide range of food service products from to-go containers, cups, custom-printed products, eco-friendly, and much more. Cleaning and restroom supplies as well for all your janitorial needs. Call Nick, 513-470-2029 and reference Bearcats for 20% off the first month of purchases.
2: Normally, this would be where we would have Chad's sister, Adrian on the show, and she would do her uh, Yo, Adrian segment. Unfortunately, she was not able to join us tonight. However, we did want to plug Low Miller Real Estate. Uh, you can reach Adrian Henson at 859-444-8159. Get your free home evaluations. Uh, you can also reach her via email at ahenson at Low Miller Real Estate. That's L-O-H-M-I-L-L-E-R, or at Adrienne L. Henson, at icloud.com. Uh, that's Adrian A D R E A N. Uh, so moving into the mailbag, not a ton there. Uh, it is the dog days of summer. So this should be a relatively quick breeze through uh, only one left in the football portion of the mailbag. And this is for you, Brent. Uh, what happened to Brent dropping his custom milk gift for commits? It
0: was it was posted.
1: And you did it today it was posted that the today. Cookie monster came back and then the kid waited like 7 hours
0: i know uh the reason why before. it wasn't a uh and one that i changed my face onto it you know it's crazy what what you can do these days i, I put my face on some crazy videos not ones i'm going to tweet out but um oh, just
2: <laughs> he saved you he saved you, Brent. <laughs>
1: Saved
0: you from yourself. My that was goodness. for your own good. Oh, it was, that a, was for your it, own good. It gut. was a joke. If you can't pick up on that joke. <laughs> but, um, yeah. He was supposed to, yeah. He he waited a while. So it was a it was a, it it, it was a non-doctored custom yeah. milk gift, but it was a milk gift nonetheless. All right. Uh keep up.
2: Keep up, you see, Mark. Keep up. Um, that is the port- football portion of the mailbag. Moving on to the basketball portion of the mailbag. Uh, will the TBT players be running open gym at all with the current Bearcats?
1: Uh, we talked about that with the TBT guys uh, on Wednesday, so go back to the BCJ podcast and check that out. But yeah, they'll they'll be in town. They'll be practicing. Uh, I'm sure they will get a run in with the current team. Um, so yeah, I, I expect I expect that to be a regular thing. Uh, every year that that they do Nasty Natty, that they come in and, and get some run in with the, uh, with the current guys. Uh,
2: real quick, thank you to Tonk. Uh, he said what a great way to start the week. Finally caught a full live show. Royer, Royer nailed it. Nico is going to keep Cincinnati tough and nasty. Love it. And uh, we thank you for the donation, Tonk. Uh, moving back to the basketball portion of the mailbag, any of the top targets in the 24 class looking to make summer decisions, or are we likely at looking at the fall for another addition to the class?
1: I would guess fall. Um, I don't know of anything. I mean, it, you could maybe get Flory deciding soon. If Flory decides soon, that that's not a, uh, that's not great news. Cause he just came off a Duke visit. Uh, but most of the other guys, it looks like they're tracking for. And, and look, I commit in the fall, kids. Like, go on your official visits to football games. Football games at high major power five, like legit programs. Not at Duke. <laughs> that shit's a lot of fun. And that's why Duke brings you in in the summer. They're like, just come.
2: You don't, you don't want to go come to a in, football come game.
1: In, come in June. It's fine. Hmm. Um, but I like. Cincinnati likes to like the basketball staff has become infatuated with the recruiting environment at Nipper. And they want, they would prefer now, if the kid's timeline, he's insisting, it's going to pop early. You, you get it done early. Like they did with Ravon, like they did with Tyler. Um, but I, I think for the most part, these things tend to happen in the fall with the November early signing period kind of looming. So I don't think there's anything that's going to be uh, right in the near future. And also, a lot of times, remember, these will happen in June, the summer commitments, because I think July 5th. Actually, the Peach Jam starts July 3rd. Those kids are going to be in North Augusta, South Carolina uh, on the 4th of July. And that rolls into, uh, you know, the the summer period, but there's actually coaches are going to be on the road again. uh, The entire staff at the end of this week in Charlottesville, Virginia for NBA players camp, top one under camp, which is always one of the elite events uh, of every calendar. So they will be on the road. I believe they're allowed there Thursday and Friday, maybe Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but I think Thursday and Friday. That's uh, that's what the calendar looks like. Most of these kids will be waiting until August, September uh, to make their decisions. All right. Uh,
2: who do you think our top competitors for Jace and Travis will be in recruiting battle, excluding UK for Travis? And do you like our chances with both? I guess with either.
1: Um, Chase Richardson. I mean, you'd have to imagine Michigan State's going to be kind of a pain. <laughs> Um, I don't have a great feel on Jace. Um, how many years does Izzo have left? For God's sake! I mean, that's kind of the question, right? Um, Man, Alabama's made him a priority. Arkansas, Cincinnati. So, but I, I don't have a really good feel for exactly where that one's at yet. Um, but he visited Arkansas for the UC game. <laughs> for the UC Arkansas football game, uh, coincidentally. But um, I think since Cincinnati's in a good spot. It's just hard to get a gauge on, like, is the kid going to go where, you know, go play for his dad's coach, or is it a situation where maybe he wants to uh, blaze his own path? So we'll see on that. Travis. It's the, the typical suspects in the region. Um, you know, Indiana's one to definitely keep an eye on with him. Um, there are a couple others. Kentucky, we'll see. The interesting thing with Travis is going to be the impact of Jasper Johnson, I think, uh, in, this, in this region. Because there's some talk that Jasper Johnson could move to 2024. Then he becomes... You know, probably the top player in Kentucky, and kind of changes the math in the region on guys that are looking. They're they're both. Travis is more similar to Jasper Johnson than he is to Jace Richardson. I think those two guys could play together. Jason Travis could play together pretty easily. Um, I don't know. It would be interesting to see how a Travis Perry and and Jasper Johnson would look side by side because I think they're both more. Combo guards that really can shoot it, but can also, you know, play as a secondary ball handler or, you know, be a guy that plays both spots, like the real definition of a combo guard. You can play it some a point guard, you can play him some at the two and he's effect really effective at both. So there you go.
2: All right, and the last question, the basketball portion of the mailbag. What players are showing up as the leaders on the team in early workouts?
1: Tune in tomorrow. Fair enough.
2: <laughs> uh, moving on to the Banks portion of the mailbag. This was actually posted in the basketball portion, but it is not Inside. a basketball
1: question. Go to, go to bed, John. John, go to bed. What are you talking about? <laughs> is this a movie yes. reference that I don't get? I don't, I don't
2: know. I don't believe so. But he says, uh, if I had something stuck in my teeth, let's say for purposes of of illustration, a particularly fibrous piece of beef, and also for purposes of illustration, please assume it is impossible to remove via my tongue or any conventional mechanical means. How long would one expect it to remain in place? Floss, bro. Like, get one of those little toothpick things.
1: Get something that gets it out of your teeth.
3: Is that what he means by mechanical thing? Well, well, I mean it's operated like, by your seven you I don't know. Yeah.
2: I mean, keep working it until you get know. it. Like get it.
3: A... I don't know, man.
1: It's a weird question. <laughs> John's weird. John's weird. John's a great friend of mine. I love John. But he's I'm gonna have to we're gonna have to have a conversation about this mailbag question. Maybe
3: he's out of floss and he's asking if it's a call for help.
1: It, you know what you can do if you're desperate? Fingernail. Yeah. Get it in
0: it's... there. Is this like a cry for help? Is, is this ID. his like way of saying, like, hey, like help
1: I've got me. something
0: ID. stuck in my teeth, Chad? Please Dude, I can't get it out. Please help me, man.
1: <laughs> Water pick. I, yeah, that's a mechan- that would be mechanical.
0: Is he asking how long it takes beef to disintegrate? I mean, that's an engineering
3: question, <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, I ain't got two. Ounces of an idea of wow, that would be. <laughs> I think
0: that's more. I think that's more like chemistry, biology than it is. Yeah,
3: it
1: might be. Yeah.
0: My answer is just more steak. Eventually, it's all going to go down. Just keep. <laughs> all
2: right, and the last question in the mailbag, of course, is skins rapid fire: Key West or Redneck Riviera? I'm going Key West all day.
1: I've never been to Key West. I've been to Destin. Awesome. I enjoyed Destin. Key West. I've awesome. been to Destin
0: too. I liked it. Yeah, I mean. I'll go Redneck Riviera. Had had one hell of a time in Destin.
3: Why do they call it that? I never heard that
1: before. Because it's where everybody from the south goes because it's right there. Like, it's right down from Alabama. Yeah, Alabama yeah. You can get there pretty oh. quickly. So. And they're it's including
0: Panama City Beach in there, PCB. Wow. It's like 5-10 it's like
2: it minutes from the Alabama line. It's yeah. it's not far at all. No, it's
1: like thirty. You got to drive a back road. It didn't, it didn't
2: feel that far. Maybe because we've been driving forever.
0: But, uh,
2: infinity pool or swim up bar?
1: Uh, what kind of stupid fucking question is this? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Does the infinity pool have alcohol littered around <laughs> the <laughs> edge?
1: Right there. Can you go to the edge and get a drink at an infinity pool? If not, I mean, infinity pools are cool as cool shit bar. though. Sure, but if I'm picking between an infinity pool and a swim-up bar, I'm picking the swim-up bar a thousand times out of a thousand.
3: Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. hundred
0: percent. Especially a, a guy like me. You know, like, if you're a hunk like Royer, you can just chill on the edge of the infinity pool and look good. <laughs> but for me, I'm I'm sitting my ass on one of them stools up at the swim-up pool pool bar Hiding. and just, set, just ordering <laughs> another drink. How about, or another how drink. about
1: at the casino resort, like... The swim-up bar has blackjack. Like those oh, are really? real. Oh yeah, those are real. There's swim-up blackjack tables.
3: <sighs> Danger. Sounds dangerous <laughs> to <laughs> lose it. I would just be sitting yeah. under the water with goggles on, stealing chips or something.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and uh, best side at a restaurant, and why is it mac and cheese? Well, let's it it's is not, not
1: mac and, mac and cheese. cheese. It's not. It's not mac and cheese. I feel like this is so-, so many places have bad mac and cheese.
3: Also, awesome. best place around here that you've got. Ooh. Side. I knew I could get or, Chad or going best mac his, and cheese. Best mac and cheese. Uh, I know he's got something Midwest there. barbecue
1: mac and cheese was was delightful in yeah. Milford. That place is really good if you haven't been there. Mid,
3: what's um, it called? Midwest barbecue. Midwest, Midwest barbecue. I might it's check right it out because it's
1: expressway on two seventy
3: five. Yeah, it's right by where I work. Oh,
1: you have? You've never been? No. Oh Royer. Royer. All right. You,
3: have, but yeah. you don't
2: you, have, you live downtown and don't work at the GE this downtown?
3: No, no one works there. It's it was the biggest mistake they ever made. They built it, <laughs> and, they built it and all the rich guys that live out nowhere near downtown. Are like, we don't want to drive into the city, like just bad they, have, they have Grippos
1: wings, just crushed up powder Ooh. on wings. Of fire, yeah. fire. fire. Uh, but they but, had great mac and cheese we did a we did a Brendel's bites with kelsey at uh midwest barbecue back i missed this. With, with, with brady me brady yeah. and kelsey on camera at midwest <laughs> barbecue uh yeah so the problem the problem with mac and cheese is it's too inconsistent like there's too many places that don't have good mac and cheese
3: Should we just stick to, like, American sides on this? Just, like, an American bar food type? because
1: Like, the one thing, it's hard for a restaurant to, like, if you get a baked potato, you're generally going to get, a like, a baked potato. Like, you're going to be able to open it up, put your butter and cheese in it, mix it up. If you like sour cream or whatever, like, a baked potato is the most consistently good side, I think.
2: Okay, okay. Aaron, what you got? I was going to say, I mean, between baked potato and, or like even some mashed potatoes or Al yeah. potatoes are really good. I, I feel like as long as it's potato base, that's where you go for the side. If you're looking for the best side that somebody has to
3: offer. Yeah. I, I Mashed potatoes, I'd say they always taste decent enough to be good. You know? Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I'm going to say Caesar salad, man. Give me a side Caesar salad. You know, that's a. It's, right. it's something that, that I I'll eat I tell ideas. myself, hey, you eat this so that you can slam down this big fat burger you're about to have. And, if and salad feels, is an option. So halfway decent about yourself.
1: If salad is an option, then it's the salad at Rafferty's only because they have the best dressing on the planet. At where? Rafferty's.
0: You know, Montgomery has got a pretty good size salad yeah, with uh, with their ranch.
1: Brent. Brent.
0: And that What's honey all- mustard.
1: Honey mustard, salad bowl. You get you get two ramekins of dressing, honey mustard in one, hot bacon in the other, which is oh, yeah. just hot bacon, bacon grease and bacon. Yep. Like, and right. you just dump them both on the salad. God.
3: Oh <laughs> yeah! <grease>. Oh <laughs> yeah! Just straight <laughs> bacon grease. What with kind bacon of in fat it. ass establishment? <laughs> <for dinner. laughs> bacon grease. Have, have you
0: never had a hot salad, Royer? No, but I've never heard of some <laughs> dripping bacon grease on their salad. I mean, it's, it's legit salad dressing. You yeah, oh, have a hot
1: bacon Raff, salad. Rafferty's in Florence. It's right off the expressway. Oh Go there God. and get the house salad.
3: Okay. Am I just gonna be ashamed of myself?
1: <laughs> no, you're gonna want to take a bath no. in bacon grease. That's well, what you're gonna want to do. <laughs>
0: water, it's still green. So in your mind, you're like, oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a salad. Man. It's a fucking I mean, salad
3: and a salad with a thousand calories just over the the very last
0: salads are it's like it's like oh here's a bunch of cheese put a bunch of ranch on that a little little fried chicken on there croutons croutons uh and the last
2: question uh which of the bcj team would make the best wrestling heel
3: wrestling heel what is a wrestling heel like the, the bad, bad guy, guy. who,
1: would, who oh. would be the best, be the best <laughs> Yeah.
3: To to <laughs> oh wait, wrong way. I, don't know <laughs> I know
2: it's kind of confusing.
1: Look, a I'm a, like,
3: I'm oh, a, I'm a, is. yeah.
1: That's my that's my that's my online persona. That's who I am. I'm a I'm a wrestling heel.
3: The Twitter you, finger warrior Chad Brendel. I
1: haven't argued with anybody on Twitter in months. You've been a that's good when, you've been That's a when Royer and, and, and Nico
0: I, come in as the Bash Brothers. Just...
1: Right.
2: I, I don't know. I picture you carrying an urn and having a high pitched, squeaky little voice or something. No, that's John <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> that's the show. Get us out of here, Brent. Uh,
0: so, um, quick shout out. <laughs> quick shout out to my sister, Kendall. Happy birthday, Kendall. You're the bomb. Shout out to you. Uh guys, the next time we talk,
1: Big are, 12.
0: The Big 12. Are we doing a show Monday? Is
1: July 3rd? When did we do a show Monday?
0: July 3rd, July 4th. It kind of flows into the same thing. Hey, look,
1: I've got radio July 3rd, 3 to 6. I've got radio the 4th of July, 6 to
0: 9. Oh man. Roy, are Can you I off coach? Monday and Tuesday?
3: Uh, I'm looking at my calendar right now. Not sure. We'll, off life. Tuesday, but I'm, I'm going to take off Monday. I'm going to be up in yeah. Lake Erie. There you go. But yes, the next time so you're we not talk, available
1: Monday is what you're saying.
3: I'm not available. Pain. <laughs> Sorry, gentlemen. <laughs> I'll be around. Hey,
0: we got a whole week to discuss it. But hey, the next time we <laughs> talk, Cincinnati will be in the Big 12. So that's uh, that's something to get really excited hit. about. Some some massive massive movement for the uh, for the entire landscape of the. I should have scheduled Nico
1: for next week, and Ryan would have found a way to to get to a laptop. <laughs> yeah, Book
0: him again. Yeah. <laughs> All we have to do is
2: text him. He said he said so. <laughs>
1: All I have to do is text them Monday at 8. And you
2: Monday. Have at to eight. Come on. <laughs> you know, guests
0: have to come on if, if you have so that's that's the way this works. But uh yeah, man. Um obviously Friday as well. Since you light tap at Ryan Guy starting at noon, all the way into the I'll be there in the night.
1: afternoon sometime. I gotta deal with Taylor Swift stuff that night.
0: T Swizzle hitting up, hitting Ryan, up downtown. But yeah. My, my daughter,
1: so my daughter's going Saturday.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Friday she wants to go and hang out outside the stadium
3: so she bought uh, a ticket.
1: Oh she she's diehard. She's So my plan is there's going to be like 50,000 women in the same place at the same time. <laughs> so I'm going to go chaperone and be the good dad uh-huh. but I'm also going to take the puppy.
3: So oh, the 50,000
1: no. women are like Oh, she's so
3: cute! Can I pet the puppy? <laughs> yes,
1: you can. <laughs> yes, you
3: can. You sound like the guys at the at the frats that would go get the frat puppies and just walk them around campus and do all yep, that. Yeah, yep. They knew what they were doing. They knew
1: no, that's that's like kryptonite to women is a puppy. So puppies, I'm just gonna yeah. walk around with the puppy. <laughs>
3: say, it sounds like you. you I think you're like gonna, you gonna
1: be. A little...
2: dis- I think you're gonna be disappointed in the age demographic.
1: Uh, their moms will all be there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Aaron, I'm 45. Like Aaron, I am, I am in prime mom territory here.
3: <laughs>
0: Aaron Rodgers, Bradley Cooper. I, I, I mean, tell her They were all rocking out the t swift yeah. I mean, it, Joe Burrow's I gonna would... be
1: there. Wes Miller's gonna be there. Yeah. The stars are going to be out of Taylor Swift
0: on That's Friday. Let's go. Lock it in. It's going to be exciting. But, uh, but yeah, a lot happening in upcoming week. week. Uh, so it's going to be quite a lot to uh, to digest. Chad, we're all looking forward to the, the cover with Wes. But uh, a big shout-out, big thank you as always to uh, Danco Transmission Auto Care. Shout-out to Quick Paper Supply. Um, shout-out to to low Miller as well. And then, of course, a big, big, big shout-out to our boy, the man, the GOAT. Say it, Ryan. Give it Italian for me. Give it Italian.
1: You he, don't say the I. Palzette. z
0: Pal-Z. <laughs> Nico Palzette. Big, big time. But uh for my guys, my pals, my partners, Aaron Smith, Chad, Breno, Ryan Royer, I am Brent Young. Yet another fantastic BVP presented by BearcatJournal.com. See you.